This is my Actual Play podcast series, What Do I Know About Actual Play? In this episode, our group will be playing Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition Streets of Avalon setting. The Streets of Avalon is a gritty city-based fantasy setting that is the brainchild of Brett from the Gaming & BS podcast and was developed by Encoded Designs. If you enjoy this campaign, please take a look at the Streets of Avalon at DriveThruRPG. Yes. All right, we should be recording now. Hello, everybody that may be watching this. Um, we are getting ready to play our first full session of Streets of Avalon. If you were here to see our session zero, welcome back. Um, if you bailed out then, I guess you won't be seeing. Uh, my name is Jared Rasher. I am going to be your game facilitator for this evening, and I'm going to have everyone introduce themselves and their characters, and then we will get going. So I am going to start with uh, Eric. Would you like to introduce yourself and your character? Sure. Uh, my name is Eric. I am a uh, friend of Jared's, hopefully. I think I qualify oh, for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is my first time being recorded live playing a game, so that's fun. <laughs> I'm playing Zindlane the Noble. Uh, he, has, he doesn't get the privilege of having a last name because he has been disowned and disinherited <laughs> by his family. I am a warlock who has made a, made a pact with a being from the abyss, the unknown, the void, the void. The void, yeah. Yeah, the shadow shadow being from the void. Uh, <laughs> I just recently hit rock bottom and am trying to get my life back together uh, while um, fighting this alcoholism that I have. All right, and um, let's pop over to Bob. Why don't you introduce yourself and your character for us? Yes, I am Bob Everson. I am also hopefully a friend of Jared Rasher's. <laughs> um, I think... Um, I think he would be good. <laughs> uh, I am playing Garland Bach, who is an Outlander fighter. Um, he is a bounty hunter slash leg breaker um, who will take jobs, people to go uh, rough somebody up, find somebody who's, uh, who needs to be found for reasons probably to get roughed up. Um, and, uh, and I am uh, a fan of pistols, so I have a flintlock pistol. <laughs> All right, let's bounce over to Brandon now, if you would introduce yourself and your character for us. I'm Brandon. I'm playing Barb Broomhill. He is a rogue in many different ways. Uh, he is a kind of, I don't want to say layabout, but he doesn't really have much aim in life. Uh, he, he does some odd jobs here and there, including uh, running some uh, potentially less than legitimate uh, notes that the Hermit Church of Hermes won't touch or people don't want to deal with them. And uh, yeah, that's, a, that's about it. All right. And let us go over to John, if you would introduce yourself and your character for us. I am uh, uh, John Arcadian, and, I'm, and I hope I am a friend, but I also <laughs> wish to remind you that I did pay you out the Patreon from the today, so yes. be kind, unless uh, you want to also, also my boss. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not really. That's Angela. Like, you know, I hold on to the tiniest, tiniest Um Yeah, so I am playing uh, Drama Naket as a... Uh, Bard, uh, but the best way to kind of think of him would be this this kind of has his hands in everything detective, like uh, very, very much modeled off the detective from The Expanse, The Investigator, you know, uh, you know knows a lot of, 
a little about a lot of things and doesn't know when he should have just stopped pushing <laughs> that person who came to beat him up. Like, but I, I don't know why I deserve this, which I'm referencing uh, uh, Eric's, you know, backstory. Like, I, 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 yeah, but, but he can talk his way out of some situations, except when he can't, and then he runs from them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so for anyone watching, especially if you didn't see the Session Zero, uh, Streets of Avalon is an urban setting. Um, it generally will take place all within the city, and the city itself is enormous. I believe that about 40 miles by 50 miles, is that, uh, I believe that is the, uh, and it is a massive city. We were going to be playing specifically in the South Ward, which is the dock area, which is going to be the rough and tumble area where you definitely cannot count on anyone to, uh, have your back other than the people that you know very specifically. Um, we did a lot of work to build our neighborhood, but some of the things that I fleshed out in between is our neighborhood has a particular name to it, and it's called the Isles. And the reason it's called the Isles is this area has such damaged um, sewer systems underneath it that every so often the Styx, which is the underground river that flows beneath the uh, city, will back up and certain streets around the perimeter of this neighborhood will just completely flood out. It doesn't happen all, all the right. time, but it happens a good amount of the time. And uh, the the guild, you know, the uh, guild that deals with all of the plumbing and sewer work has a running fight with some of the local gang leaders who are also guild leaders. And because they don't want to pay the special fees to get in here, work doesn't get done as often as it get done. Um, this particular neighborhood was a pet project for some of the nobles. So every once in a while, there are places like the, um, the local watch station for the Griffins, which are the, the city watch, where nobles have dumped a lot of money in and then lost interest. And so something will be incongruously out of place as a very nice thing that is not followed up on in any way, shape. One of the recent additions that all of you will see in this neighborhood is there is a statue of a bard that some noble is very, very enamored of, and they have been convinced that this is going to bring the people of the Isles, you know, their spirit up, and they're going to realize that they can just pull their own neighborhood up by their bootstraps by seeing this glorious uh, statue of this bard who is a hero in other parts of Aval Avalon. And this particular hero, um, none of your characters really know who this is. It's just some person from, you know, some other area that people have talked about, but the name that you see attached to this is Maris Solanius. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> and hmm. all, you don't get any like real details other than that he's just been this amazing adventurer that's had all of these, these city saving quests, but this noble just paid for this uh, statue to be placed here and it's just there. And everyone in your neighborhood just wonders why the hell someone would pay that much money for that statue? <laughs> That's all. <awesome>. All right. <laughs> so in addition to that statue being there, um, what we are going to do now, I'm going to frame what's going on to begin with, and I'm going to cut back to all of you. So we are not starting with our protagonists quite yet. What we see is nighttime, a city of Avalon. And at night, the lamplighters. And the lamplighters are the mysterious creature that are from beyond they know things that mortals don't know and they come out 
and they keep all of the the lamps lit and sometimes when people are willing to pay them a particular price people learn secrets from and we see a lamp lighter right now lighting one of the uh lamps in one of the poorer sections and it turns to regard some and this person hands them a box and they pick pick up the box and they look inside and the lamplighter looks at them. We still don't get a good view of what this person looks like, but the lamplighter's horrible eyeless visage just turns back on them. And with this far too toothy of a, uh, a look on its face, it goes, the payment is acceptable. At this point, I will begin recounting the tale of the people whose story you hear. Allow me to tell you their tale. But I warn you, I cannot tell you all of it for this mirror will have to be more. And the lamplighter begins to say, Let me tell you about Zindlane, Draman, Barrow, and Garland. And then we fade back out to our protagonists. Now, what I will need from each of you is a reason for all of you to have happened upon each other in a particular alleyway. I, I just want to show, say I would watch this show on Netflix the way you said that out. Uh-huh. <laughs> out very Thank like. you. It's a very very good uh, lamplighter voice, too. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't do it for too long. but <laughs> <laughs> no, I, right? I was a little worried there. <laughs> so, yes, why would you be in a um, somewhat abandoned, rundown alley? Um, it's probably in the afternoon. I'll start with Garland. Garland, why would you end up in this alley? Uh, I'm in this particular alley because I am looking for a, uh, a low-life cut purse who uh, supposedly can be found down here. Okay, that makes perfect sense given who you are. Zindlane, how did you end up in this alleyway across from Garland as you wander in here? Uh, I heard that there was a... Um, I'm waking up here. Uh, okay. So this is, this, is, this is where I spent the night last night because I, I lost my way a little bit last night and was drinking until dawn. Um, and uh, this is where I'm waking up in the morning, probably with a, with whatever was in my pouch no longer there. All right. Borrow, how did you find yourself in this alleyway? Uh, question is, why wouldn't I be here? <laughs> uh, but this is probably one of my usual haunts, uh, one of the places that um, I use as a route uh, getting around. And um, yeah, maybe, maybe uh, looking for employment. Uh, for, you know, such cut purses. Okay, so every so often somebody will come here looking for people to uh, hire. Drummond, how did you end up in this alleyway? So, uh, since we kind of set in the backstory that that I pushed Eric's character to the edge and then felt guilty about that Uh when we first met, I probably lost track of him sometime (laughs) last night (laughs) and have been scouring for him. And so I kind of find him here and go, (laughs) and I'm just like, kick, wake up, wake up. You deserve this. You want this anymore? You want this anymore? This how you want to live your life? And I am just giving him the like morning after <laughs> hatred treatment just giving him the like no no you're you're uh, gonna you're gonna have the bad alongside the good for this one what died in my mouth <laughs> probably your pride and dignity Kick. no that's long gone <laughs> and in addition to hearing Draman say this there is this this voice in the back of your head saying you have work to do have more respect for your sinness <laughs> And I don't know if you just woke up, if you really know whether you heard that voice or whether. 
Yeah, yeah. No, so I kind of turn off, turn to my side. Yeah, yeah. Work, right? Work. Oh shit. Yeah. Uh, what time is it? <laughs> Second light. Little, little, little past dawn. My eyes like bug out. It's like, oh no. Okay. I think I can still. I think we're good. Wait. What are you doing here? And as all of you, uh, as you know, Garland kind of realizes that everyone else is kind of in here too. Um, you hear a crash of thunder. And it just opens up rain. And as soon as the rain hits this alleyway, you smell this thick, deep, musty smell of just like vegetation and and uh, mold and everything that has been building up in this back alley just wash up in the air all of a sudden. Oh, oh. And you hear this creaking noise. I grab Zendane, like pull him up and like, <laughs> come on, we got to get higher. I think high tide's coming. Oh, sh- Oh, as shit. you as you get ready to, um, <laughs> I, we already talked about this in session zero, but I'll recap if anyone watched that session. Um, we are going to be using um, there is an alternate set of rules that goes with inspiration in um, Arcana of the Ancients, which is a uh, book from Monty Cook Press, and basically it kind of hybridizes uh, inspiration with the um, intrusion mechanics from the cypresses. So what I would like to do right now is offer each of you inspiration as the floor of this alleyway just gives way and you drop into an underground session. <laughs> an By underground of course. Area. Mm-hmm. Yep. So you, yep. S- you, you know, you, you, this rain starts pouring, you, the smell hits you, you hear the creaking in, in the alleyway and all of a sudden just the ground beneath you gives way and you slide in the slime for a few minutes and you find yourself in a passageway. And within this passageway, oh, and I would also like to point out, um, you can additionally spend um, your uh, inspiration to introduce the truth to the scene that does not contradict something that's already been introduced. So you have the player intrusion side of things as well. And if something goes along with one of your backstory questions, you can spend inspiration and treat what you were about to do as if you rolled a 10. And if you do that and that wouldn't be successful, I will let you roll for it. Just like if you, you know, uh, um, um, uh, passive perception. That was what I was trying to say. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. All right. So now each of you has inspiration. You slide through the muck. You find yourself in this chamber that is lit for some reason. Um, You can't quite pick up the light source, but there is like this weird flickering light all around you. And what you see down here is obviously a section of the sewers. There are pipes and newer works on one side, probably maybe a few uh, decades old. There's a wall on the opposite side, which is stone that has been broken in the center. Like something just hit it in the center like a mall or something and it just spider webbed out into the the rest of the, the wall. And there is a lectern at the far side of the room that has a chain hanging off of it that looks like it has been snapped at one point. Hmm. What do all of you do with them? How dark is it? Like it is dimly lit here. So if you're right next to something, you're fine. But if you try and do anything ranged, I'm gonna like stand up and make sure I got like all my stuff. Find the empty coin pouch, the slit coin pouch. The worst thing you probably find is that there is like muck covering a few places that you probably wouldn't be happy that there is muck. <laughs> yeah, I mean that happens. And this, um, unlike the alleyway where it was a much mustier, thicker smell. This is much more accurate. It's it's a sharper scent mixed in with all of the other scents. It is not pleasant at all. 
much. Stand up kind of like with him like, oh, oh God, I smell as bad as you do. Oh, and I just kind of like. You'll get used to it. Turn my back to him and I start whispering some of the words that I know and I start like prestidigitating myself a little clean, but I'm trying not to let him see it, you know, get like the worst of it gone. Like, ugh. and then I make like two like nose plugs to stick up. Ugh. Turn back around and all my like Kleenex sticking out of my nose. What's Barrow doing after this uh, wild ride? So I probably would have been trying to get up on my feet as quick as possible, uh, <laughs> make sure that I'm not uh, caught off guard. Um, I'm very much taking in everything that's around, uh, trying to figure out, immediately trying to figure out how to get the hell out of here. Is there any place to climb? Uh, is there any other openings that are... Yeah, and as you're looking around, I mean, you can kind of see... Maybe 20 feet around, there's kind of walls and then there's shadows that get a little bit deeper because, you know, the light source, it's, it's weird because it seems like, like, kind of like there should be torch light for this kind of flickering dim lighting, but you can't see any torches. It's like a weird ambient flickering. Does it look like it's coming from any specific place or is it just kind of all around? Like this? every time it starts to flicker, you think, oh, the torch must be in that corner. And then that, that area kind of flickers out and then the other corner kind of flares up a little bit. So it's like it's just, at the edge of your eye. You yeah. Quite yeah. You can never quite pinpoint. Well, that's no fun. <laughs> <laughs> I do spend a little bit of time like kind of running around the room, just trying to like, wait, did I see it there? Did I, did, 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 no. <laughs> um, so yeah, there, there's that. And then I'm also, you know, trying to see if there's any sort of entrance exits. You did say there are some other kind of passageways off and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's kind of like in the corners in the distance there. Um, okay. before you find anything specific, because you do kind of see, like, if you look down that passageway a little bit, like, it gets dark and it might lead somewhere, but I want to see what is Garland doing after the, the wet and wild ride down here. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I will pick myself up off the ground as quickly as possible to make sure I'm not laying in a pool of any, <laughs> uh, anything like that. Um, my first instinct is there's no way we're going to climb back up the way we came in, so I will as well look around and see what kind of options we have and um, I'm going to dig out a torch and light it up because clearly we're going to need All right. So for the, the moment he does that, I go, holy shit, we're not alone. <laughs> Relax, Draman. <laughs> wait, wait. Did, did we determine we already know each other? Yeah. Yes. Uh, is the bond, sorry, quick oh. question. Is the bond, um, like the bond questions, the answers to those bonds questions from last time, mm -hmm. uh, are those available for us? I don't remember. Oh, um, you don't remember what they were? I don't remember them in detail. Um, sorry. I have general. Okay, it's not important. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I might need a reminder. Yes. I wrote down some. <laughs> I, I will formally uh, write those out here and, uh, and get them distributed to everybody. Yeah. I was just making sure that they weren't like easily available to me and I just didn't see them. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, I did not save that out. I apologize for that. No worries. All right, so yeah, all of you know each other, even if it's only, hey, that guy that the, this other person that I know better knows. So yeah, you and you all just kind of saw each other before this gave way. Um, yeah. So you're, um, so Garland and Barrow, are you both looking in the same place or are you kind of going in? I, I'll stick by Garland. I think that's probably safety. He's bigger than I am. I can hide behind him. He'd be. He's so bigger than fair. Yeah. <laughs> So in the general vicinity where you're at, the lectern is on one side of it, and that broken uh, older uh, stone wall is on the opposite side. Um, relative to those two places, where are the two of you looking? 
Um, I I think that I might motion Garland towards the broken wall. Say, hey, we might be able to get out that way. It certainly caught my eye. If there are no other um, exits from the room, that would be a, a thing to look at. If it's been if it's been damaged already, it might be something that could be broken through. So I'll start in that direction. Okay. As soon as you get fairly close to that wall, you hear a voice that resonates through this area, and it says, Speak the words of vigilance or suffer judgment. Oh, fabulous. A riddle. <laughs> Who's that? Who's, who just said that? Where, is that? where is that coming from? It's a disembodied voice, which means it could be from anywhere. Another one? <laughs> All right, then. If there's more than one disembodied voice, <laughs> yeah. then... Zen Lane, you, you hear this. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, any, any of you good with riddles? <laughs> he fell off the wagon last night, uh, <laughs> old bear. Oh, God. Words of vigilance. Words of, um, Watch out. Duck. <laughs> So <laughs> I immediately go down waiting for an Indiana Jones type trap. <laughs> man. So as you're all discussing this, you notice coming up out of the muck are these four knives. And these knives are, um, they're somewhat ceremonial um, hefty. Like they're just short of being short sword. And they have a nice, you know, swooping blade to them and they lift up out of the uh out of the muck in this room and each one of you now has a knife that is pointed towards you and unfortunately um i would like to ask you all if you could roll me initiative are they, are they being held by anyone or are they just floating no they are floating there are four awesome. floating knives let's do this <laughs> okay i got a 15 i got a 12 okay Ooh. got an 11 six awesome. <laughs> not blast <laughs> <laughs> I'm going first next round. <laughs> All right. So um, that means that Zindlane, what would you like to do? Um, I want to try to grab one of the daggers by the handle. Okay. Um, give me a strength check. I think that's a 12. It is a 12. The dagger gets a 13. So you grasp the handle and it like spins around and points its bladed side back at you. <laughs> <laughs> Almost had it. Yeah. <laughs> Would you like to try and move away from it, or? Uh, um. Yeah, I'm gonna try to. Uh, it will I'm, probably I'm gonna... attempt to poke you if you if you try and move away from. It. Okay. Um. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna hang out here and I'm going to. Uh, um. I'm just gonna hang out here and like try to like put myself back to back with a drumman if I'm not if, if if I can do that. That makes perfect sense. All right. So that brings us to drumman. What would you like to do? You have a knife pointing at you. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> I'm looking around, like in in the like water and other stuff, like beneath. I'm like just trying to find like a board or some like detritus or something I can use to like you know put in front of myself and shield. So I probably get like a really skimpy board. And the moment he gets like back to back, I just slowly start moving behind uh, Garland <laughs> because he's the biggest. So his mouth is just completely exposed. Everybody just get behind him. <laughs> um, are, would you like to use that as a makeshift shield? Garland, yes. Uh, <laughs> hey, I, I meant the, the random piece of uh, detritus that you're looking yeah. for. <laughs> yes. I, I will let that. Um, Garland, if, yes. That will function. Uh, that will function as a, a plus one bonus to your armor class. But if it hits you, it's going to basically break through. Oh yeah, because it's yeah. not a real shield. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Borrow, What do you do? I'm going to very quickly pull out one of my short swords 
and kind of ready it to parry if it comes at me okay. and kind of moving around, kind of uh, waiting to see what kind of move it makes towards me and, you know, attempting to kind of fake it out. Um, I guess that would be, I'm blanking on my rules. Um, so like um, an all out defense. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, in that case, it will attack you with a uh, disadvantage if okay. it does attack you. Gotcha. Not giving away anything, but if it does attack you. I'm prepared. I'm ready. Let's see what happens. All right. Garland, what would you like to do? I will draw my longsword <clears throat> and I will put on my menacing face <laughs> and say, stop this nonsense right now. Show us the way out of this pit. The, the knife is not easily read. I like you. You're straightforward. <laughs> All right, so now we get to the knives' turn. So, um, oddly enough, the knives appear to be moving into stabbing position. <laughs> of course, imagine that. So, um, we'll do borrows first. Your defensive stance may have uh, helped out there. Does a wow? Does a sixteen hit you? <laughs> yes. Yes. Unfortunately, it does stab at thee, and that does. Wow! I should not have rolled that one. <laughs> That is um, five points. Of- All right, then. So, yes, the knife, uh, you, you were trying to parry it, but it kind of like goes around your sword and stabs you in the shoulder. And Hey, guys, these mean business. <laughs> Apparently. All right. Um, let's go to Draman next. <laughs> so, Draman, I'm assuming a six does not hit you. You're right. <laughs> even, though, even though I'm a bard, it does not hit me. <laughs> So, like, the knife does this weird thing where it can't figure out how to get away from the board, and you just kind of, like, push it out of the way with the board. Everyone, secret is using boards. <laughs> it's their biggest weakness. <laughs> All right, Garland. All right. Uh, does a 10 hit you? It does not. All right. So yours flings at you. How did you manage to miss this? Does it hit your armor, or do you just step out of its way? Flick it out of the way with my long. Okay. And Zindling. Ooh. Does a 21 hit you? <laughs> it, is in, it does indeed. All right. So the knife comes slashing towards you in a spinning motion and does but two points of damage. Ouch. All right. So that was all of the knives. Zindling, what would you like to do now? Um, I would like to try to grab the knife again. I, I okay. think that, that's, that's uh, um, I want to, uh, yep, definitely want to just try to try to grab the knife again. That's, that's all, all right. I can. Give me a strength check. I'd like to persuade the knife to not stab me anymore, but um, I don't really think that's much of an option. I got a 13. Aha. The knife gets an 8. Yes. So you, you feel the knife trying to jump out of your hand, but you are holding it right now. All right. So it cannot easily stab you until it breaks free of you. So you are right. gripping this knife that's fighting. I'm going to use this knife to attack the other knives. <laughs> Draman, what would you like to do? Um, so I am going to do two things. I'm going to kind of like try to use that board to push the knife against the wall and like hold it there, you know, okay. with the board. Um, and while I'm doing that, I'm going to use my bardic inspiration to give uh, a dice to uh, Barrow uh, by yelling, Broomhill, you bastard, you do not die in the muck. You die in <laughs> other muck. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, now you have a, an inspiration die. And if you could give me also a strength check. Oh, 19. Plus my zero strength. 19. Oh, <laughs> six. <laughs> so you have this board on top of the knife, and the knife is like trying to push up against the board, but currently you're holding it in place with the board. My veins tiny on my tiny <laughs> arms. Are just like... Morrow, what would you like to do? 
Um, I, I think I'm going to try to smack it out of the out of the air with my sword and see if that does anything. Okay. Um, so I'm guessing that's some sort of attack. Yes, he's giving okay. me an attack roll. Ooh, that's a much better. Uh, that will be a 22 to hit. Yeah, that hits. Okay, that is uh, eight damage. All right, you hit the knife. Um, you'd see a large chip come out of the blade and it kind of spins aimlessly for a little bit. Um, one thing that I will do, because it is an optional rule in the Dungeon's Guide, here's the, the ping, but one of the optional rules is to still let people know about the bloodied condition, even though there aren't so many things that trigger off of it like it was in 4th edition. So I will let you know, technically this knife would have the bloodied condition. It has been damaged past half of the capacity. Are you, are you applying that to the players too? Yeah. Okay, so I'll be, I'll be. Yeah, well. yeah, you can easily tell. Um, yeah, one of the things that I like to do for that, since hit points are supposed to also be inspiration and energy and not just physical health. Um, for example, if you ever have a situation where someone is fighting to first blood, technically the way I usually run that is it's until you're bloody because that's when you actually start taking real injuries, not just getting one, things of that nature. Makes sense. So, so yes, this is a clearly damaged, uh, structurally compromised knife. Garland, what would you like to do? Uh, I'm going to swat at the dagger in front of me as well. All right. Oh, look at that. That is a 20. Nice. Uh, 22. Sorry, I believe that hits. For yeah. 10 points of damage. Wow. Your knife is also, um, for lack of a better term for a knife, bloodied. <laughs> it is significantly structurally damaged. Killed? Jacked <laughs> yeah. up, sir. <laughs> All right. So, um... First off, the, the knives that are pinned are going to attempt to unpin them. So, Zindlane, if you would care to give me another check. That and eight. And I should say, do you have athletics? Uh, I, ha I am not trained in athletics. Okay. Or proficient in athletics. Okay, so you don't get your proficiency bonus, but it's okay because the knife got a two. <laughs> so you're still hanging on to the knife. <laughs> and Drawman, your knife got a whopping 11. Yay, I got a 16 plus <laughs> That's Dr plus zero. Is just this is fighting all to keep that dice. board on yeah. it. <laughs> all right, so that's those two. Now, our, our duelist and their damage knives here. Uh, so, ooh, duh. that is a 22 to hit Barrow. No. This knife oh, does no. not like Barrow. <laughs> it's been nice knowing you guys. <laughs> I think Barrow. we have a clear... Oh, we don't have a cleric. <laughs> Barrow, you take well, we two might now. <laughs> you take two hey, points of damage. Two? Yes. Okay. That's not so bad. And Garland, your knife lunges at you and gets a six. Damn. Does that hit you? Ties go to the attacker, right? Yep. <laughs> yep, that hits me. And you take three points of damage from this spinning damaged piece of metal that uh, slices. Oh, I undercut my damage last time. Oh, oh no. I got to remember that next time. How much more would you have done? Two. Two more? Um, I will let you do those actual, those two more. So with that, actually, you notice as the knife, the, the retcon story here, as the knife gets closer to Garland, it starts to spin to hit you and the, the blade and the handle separate and it falls motionless to the ground. Yay. Yay. <laughs> so now there are three knives, two of which are pinned, one of which is damaged. All right, so now we're back to Zendlane. You are holding this knife. It is fighting against you, but you still have it firmly in hand. Um, I'm going to uh, address the disembodied voice and say, I've got your knife and it is mine now, and I'm going to bang the knife on the ground. Okay. 
Um, since you're already holding it, um, go ahead and just uh, make an attack roll. Are, are you proficient with knives? Uh, I am proficient <laughs> in martial weapons, yes. And actually, I'm going to say make the attack roll with advantage. Okay. Um, so just I'm just going to roll and attacking. How's attacking in this game? Hey, I have dagger. I'm just going to roll dagger. Is that okay? Yeah. <laughs> that would be the same number. I got an 11 and... A B. What's a B? That's 20. <laughs> That's a 20. <laughs> my what, my what kind of dice? broken the scale of numbers. <laughs> the, um, the, the, the D&D Beyond dice roller has a B as the 20. Oh, and I was like, I gotcha. either a 20 or it's a 1. And I'm not sure which until it tells me. <laughs> All right. So um, I, got, I got a 23 then. Yeah, and it was a natural 20, correct? Yeah, uh-huh. Yes. All right, so um, roll 2d4 and then add your dexterity. My strength? Oh, it doesn't matter. Yeah, whichever you use to hit. Strength seems to make more sense if you're bashing a dagger against the ground. <laughs> uh, they're both plus one for me, yeah. so it's all good. Come on, give me a roll. Sorry. <laughs> uh, that, three, and two is five, six. All right, so that knife is also bloodied. Draman, what would you like to do with the knife that you have pinned beneath the board? <laughs> All right. So, uh, Baro, you're looking pretty bad, I'm guessing, right? Yo. Okay. This is going to be dumb of All right. I, uh, <laughs> I, I make a half-hearted, totally cinematic, like, attempt to, like, let the knife off and swat it towards Garland. Okay. Yelling, Garland, your turn. And I go running towards uh, uh, Baro. And I kind of like do a slide, you know, in the muck to get to him. <laughs> while I'm also, I'm casting a spell. This is all just the cinematic. Uh-huh. I can do it with disadvantage because you're trying to beat John. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm, uh, I, I grab like a chunk of like slime off the wall for my spell casting, spit into my hand. And like, as I get there, I just slam that onto say it. Like nice. under my breath that I don't want him to hear because my spell casting curse play. <laughs> and cast cure wound. Okay. Oh god, it stings! <laughs> I am going to have um, since you're using uh, your action to cast a spell, I'm going to have the knife take an attack of opportunity, but it's going to be at disadvantage because it was under the board before it takes this. Oh. So... I'm going to guess a six does not hit you. Thankfully, no. Because <laughs> so, that's about how many hit points I have. <laughs> <laughs> so the knife like kind of makes a half-hearted swipe at you as soon as you drop the board. And you run over to borrow and you say the secret words that turn that into healing muck. <laughs> I, I've just grabbed like muck and slime and gray water, thrown it on you, and it's made you feel better. Mm. Never <laughs> underestimate the power of spit. Rub <laughs> <laughs> some dirt in it. All right. So that was Draman's turn. Baro, what would you like to do now? You're feeling better, but you have more slime on you and also Draman spit. <laughs> oh, I really want to take a shower after this. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, I'm going to, uh, with renewed vigor, uh, swing at the the dagger again. All right. A 14 to hit. Um, That will hit. Sweet. And that is another eight damage. All right. And let's see. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. Six damage. Okay. That is another broken knife. So we are down to two knives now, one of which is being firmly grasped by the, uh, by the warlock. <laughs> All right, Garland, what would you like to do? There is one knife in the uh, warlock's hand that he's bashing against the ground, and then there's the knife that just kind of spun off that tried to uh, try, tried to stab Drama. I, I will swat the crap out of that one. 
All right. And let the swatting commence. <laughs> and that is not going to cut it. That is a grand total of eight. That literally will not cut it. The longsword <laughs> swings through the air nowhere near the knife. The knife kind of reversed direction at the last second. You, you probably could have really gotten a good baseball hit on this thing if you knew what baseball was. Mm. But then it just reversed direction at the last second. A shifty little bugger. <laughs> All right, so um, that brings us back to knife number one that got bashed against the ground. Zindelane, if you would like to give me a strength check, it's trying to get out of your grasp as you're beating it to death on the ground. All right, uh, I rolled a five. I got a five. It got an 11. <laughs> so after you hit it hard on the ground, it starts really twitching and just like pops free of your hand. And the other one is now zeroing. It's like circling around the other side of Garland to stab him. And gets a six. <laughs> ah. So you easily parry it. You just don't easily hit it. <laughs> All right. And that is our knives. Um, Zendlane, what would you like to do? The knife is now staring at you. And even though it doesn't have eyes, you have this feeling that it is boring into you like you bashed the ground. All right. Um, <laughs> I'm going to draw my sickle. Okay. Um, and I don't know. So, like, I have the, the ability to channel my will through a particular weapon. And it doesn't say... How, if that is an action or a free thing or how long it takes to do it. Um, I'm assuming that it's instantaneous, but... Uh, usually if it doesn't give a, uh, an act, uh, action attached to it. Yeah. Uh, it, what it, yeah, it just means that I'm... Or, uh, and I, I'm going to try to bat the sickle against the dagger. All right. Um, so what that effectively does is it gives me a plus two because I'm using charisma instead of strength for my... You are using your sheer force of will... Yes, so I'm using my sheer force of will to dominate this knife with my sickle. <laughs> Tools won't outthink me. <laughs> I rolled an 18, so 23. Nice. You make <laughs> solid contact with this knife. All right, and sickle damage, six total damage. All right. So the sickle comes in contact with the knife, and once again, the, the blade and the uh, handle are separated from one another, and these scattered pieces just fall into the muck and do not rise again. So there's now only one undamaged knife left. Draman, what would you like to do? Um, I decide if I should engage or not because it's currently focused on Garlin and I'm pretty okay <laughs> with that. Um, yeah, I will, uh, I will like grab, um, like a bottle, like a broken bottle and just fling it at the knife. Just, okay. just trying to like distract it a bit, but not okay. make myself the like part you know, just just trying to like hit it so it it so he has advantage. Like. Okay, I was I was gonna say um, from an intention standpoint, do you want it to have disadvantage to hit him or him to have advantage to hit it? Disadvantage for it to hit him. Okay, so yeah, you can just throw stuff at it and it kind of spins around and then kind of tries to reorient. All right, that'll work. Baro, what would you like to do? All right, I think I am. I'm gonna run and jump and try to grab. The dagger out of the okay remember you have bardic inspiration but that's only for 10 minutes <laughs> yep i'm probably gonna use it on this give me an athletics check awesome so, technically it's a strength check but if you have athletics you get to add your uh yeah I, i'm that's one of my specialty ones um all right Ugh. um i'm gonna use my bardic inspiration all right awesome <laughs> <laughs> uh, that will bring it up to a grand total of 12 okay let's see how the knife does the knife gets a 14. <laughs> so you almost wrap your hands around it and it just like 
twitches out of your uh, grasp at the last second. Some of the slime just slips, <laughs> makes my hand slip. That slime everywhere. It did make me feel better. For you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Garland, what would you like to do? This slippery right, knife let's, has let's uh, put this thing down once and for all. Okay, <laughs> give it the swat again. Uh, fifteen to hit. That will hit. Uh, and that is a whopping grand total of 12 points of damage. Nice. You managed to, like, um, everything is in slow motion. The the knife is speeding towards Garland. Garland is, is swinging the sword. Everything is, like, at slow motion. The the sword hits the knife, and the sword, uh, the as soon as the sword touches the knife, it goes ching, and metal shards go all over the place, and the handle just drops. So all of the knives are now. Are all the handles still intact? Because you, you said they yes. separated from there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Enough of this. <laughs> I want to try to gather at least one of the knives and the handles. Okay. Yeah, I'd just take one of the handles, the one that, uh, you know, was initially going for me. Yeah. Ah. I want to, ideally, the, ones that I, the, one that I, the one that I took, and I say, I, do, I hereby claim this blade. Okay. Um, Draman, if you're examining it, give me a check. Or an intelligence check if you don't have religion Thank as you. a trained elf. Yeah. <laughs> There's stuff out there, I guess. Uh, 15. Um, when you're looking at this, like you're not an expert on it, but there's something that kind of vaguely reminds you of the, uh, the Shay um, faith. Like some, you've seen some of the members of that sect carry blades that are similar to this. With full Sherlock Holmesian confidence and tone. Ah, the markings here are relevant to a Shay. They must have lost one of these knives long ago before it came down here. And I poke it in like I know what I'm talking about. Yeah, you're very confident of it, not just, yeah, I think that it, it, it used to belong to them, but now they belong to us. We have conquered. <laughs> and, you know, you also hear the voice in the back of your head that says nothing. And everybody <laughs> sees them like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we have answered your riddle with steel. Nothing seems what to next? be um, saying anything back to you. But you do. I you, you, um, you still see the flickering lights. You have a little bit better light source because you had your torch in your offhand. You didn't need to let go of your torch to do that. So you have the potential corners of this room to look at, but you also still have that lectern with this change hanging off of it and the broken uh, stone wall. What would you like to do with this? I was thinking, uh, after all this, I've, I've got my, my short sword out still. Um, and I'm kind of like just cautiously looking around the room, making sure everything's clear. Uh, pull out my, eh, no, I'll keep my second one in for right now. I am going to approach the lectern and okay. uh, give it a good look and see if there's not going to be anything that immediately jumps out and bites. All right. Give me an investig. The lectern is a mimic. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. It's drooling. <laughs> nat, uh, nat 20 for a total of 20. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled a 20, so that brings me to 20. All right. Um, when you get closer to the lectern, you notice something. Like at first, you thought that maybe all of the... Um, <laughs> you thought maybe um, the chains had just had a bunch of nicks or something in them, but you notice the individual links of chains have like little runes and, and sigils carved in. Now, are the chains like going all the way to the ground? Um, it's the chain, like one end is attached to the lectern and the other end is just hanging free and it looks like one of the links has been broken. So it's hanging about two feet and then at the end of that two feet, it's just kind of broken. 
So it looks like maybe things were supposed to be chained to the lectern? Yeah, it looks like something else was chained at the other end of this, and at some point it was broken. Hmm. Like There's some sort of weird writing on this, guys. I've got a bad feeling about this. <laughs> Ooh, weird writing? I want to go check out the weird writing. All right. <laughs> Give me an arcana check, or an okay. intelligence check, if you are not trained in arcana. Yep. Uh, I, got a, I rolled a six, so five. This is definitely weird writing. Weird writing that was written okay, for an effect. <laughs> oh, wait, you're, you're our magic person, right? <laughs> yeah. cool. I mean, I will say, I will throw this much out with a five. It does look like it probably had something to do with some sort of magical effect, but you have no idea beyond that. These runes are clearly very important. I bet you they're meant to keep something contained to this chain. Didn't do a very good job, did it? Mm. All right. Um, there, was there was clearly an error involved. Yes. I, uh, I walk over. I kind of investigate it. I, you know, kind of like, like make sure, see if they're like tight. Yeah. Just like kind of see if I can casually determine anything from the writing. Um, yeah. Why don't you give me an arcana or intelligence? <laughs> 15. Um, yeah. Basically what this looks like is it is specifically a binding spell. Um, something would have had to have been dispelled before this chain could be damaged. It's like a reinforcement to make sure some could not be taken away mm. from. It. So something had to be unraveled before. Huh. I think you're right, Zindlane. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Clearly. There was some strong magic holding something in here that, that, that had to be dispelled before it, it let something off. I can't find the error that the that the caster made. Does the lectern have any sort of internal compartment, or can, can I check anything to that? Um, there's um, there's doesn't appear to be any kind of. Um, it looks solid, but give me an investigation okay. to see. I may not be smart, but I am pretty. <laughs> <laughs> not right now, you're not. <laughs> Probably not. All of a seven. Um, yeah, when you're poking around, you're not seeing anything. It looks solid, doesn't look like it has any special components, and you don't pick up anything odd or clue-like along the uh, lectern as you're investigating. All right. I think we've exhausted the lectern. I'm going to start wandering towards one of the, the nearest corner and look for exits. Okay, and you have a torch, correct? Yes, I do. So you are not at the mercy of the flickering dim lighting. Um, give me um, give me your perception check and let me know what your... Uh, your passive because that's the lowest that you can check. Yep. Passive is 13. Okay. Oh, look at that. I got a 21. All right. So off in the corner, it looks like there is an access tunnel that might lead to some stairs that would go up. Like you I can't think I found an exit. Is that through the broken wall? No, the broken wall is on the other side of the room. Would anyone um, like to look at the broken wall? I'll head over <laughs> there, but I want to see if I can like grab the mini crowbar for my thieves tools and like leverage the chain off. You know, cool. just take the chain with me. Give me a, give me an athletics <laughs> with advantage because you're using a special tool. I got an 11 and a 10. Uh, the 11 is actually enough to do it <laughs> because the enchantment has been broken. <laughs> and then I just kind of wrap it around my arm and secure it with like a rag. Okay. And uh, I head off with uh, Zindlane. Okay, Zindlane. You see um, this wall, just looking at the stone wall, this looks way older than everything else that's down here. It looks like they built up the rest of the sewer tunnel around this wall that was already here. Like this was some kind of foundational bit 
that existed underneath Avalon, like longer than this section of the sewer. I think whatever it is escaped through here. But the wall is not broken all the way through. It's just like smashed oh. in the center. Just cracked. Oh, yeah. Something was very angry. I want to like look into the where the smashed bit and try mm -hmm. to see if there's anything in there. All right, give me an investigation check. Also not good at that. So a <laughs> seven. So with a seven, um, you can see that it, there was a clear impact point in the very center of this. Something extremely powerful hit the exact center of this wall. But it didn't, you know, this wall is much thicker than this. It looked like it's intentionally, you roll well enough to know that this looks like someone intentionally tried to deface this wall by hitting that one point. Well, they didn't get out through here. <laughs> <laughs> Unless they were really small and really strong. And and apparently very angry because this wall took a beating. Um, they were trying to damage it. I don't know why, though. It's We should probably leave the other way. I look around in any debris that's nearby and see if there's any, like, writing on any of the stones. There was okay. a statue, if it looked like there was, like, a face relief or something. In All right. Um, give me an investigation with advantage because you told me something specific that you were looking for there. Can I just take my passive instead? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 11. Um, yeah, it, that's, enough to, um, that's enough to notice that, yeah, when you start looking at the stone that broke off from that central impact, there appears to be more um, sigils and runes in some of those, uh, those rocks. There. I throw one back to Zinlane and say, I think this was related to the binding on the chains. Oh, interesting. Why would they draw on the wall and the chains? Now the wall looks way older than the uh, the lectern. Though. Does the does the chain on the writing on the chain match the writing on the wall? Um, yes, it's the same style of you know, like it, not seeing it in order. You can't really see like, oh, the spell is to do this, but they do seem to be like abjuration style symbols. Here's um, my completely uneducated theory. See what you think of this. And that set of runes on the wall was holding something in the room and then it got damaged and it couldn't do the job anymore so whoever was holding whatever it was here said let's do the chain and added the chain in and then eventually the chain didn't work so i'm gonna like kind of like look up like inside of my head and be and kind of mutter to myself does that sound right i don't want to do an arcana check okay <laughs> i got a 14 um yeah it does sound like once you have the idea that that was um abjuration you know it seems like this whole chamber was set up to as like layers of things like that was one layer of protection and then the chains were another layer almost like maybe someone built one first and then decided sometime later maybe we should build a backup in yeah that's that sounds right that's a really good idea garland <laughs> unfortunately it didn't work apparently not like <laughs> If you t if you try to if you try to contain something that get is if that gets angry enough then maybe that doesn't. <laughs> what required two levels of containment though? Like who who sat here and said, "Hey, I've got ancient magic to contain something." Then said, "You know what? Let's double up on that." <laughs> that, that would lead me to believe that whatever it was they were containing was pretty powerful. Yeah. Um, and let's now it's leave. Loose. Let's leave. Um, as you're working through, give me an insight check just to, to do that whole like picturing yourself in someone else's shoes. 21. Um, so what you're thinking here as you like say that out loud is that maybe there was one group of people that set up the first protection a long time ago and then someone else maybe found this centuries or thousands of years later and went, 
oh, we need to build on top of this. So it might have been a separate order that saw the original seal and decided to reinforce it at a later date. So like, oh, do you say that? <laughs> I, I mean, I say, because that's what Garland's saying. Like, I think Garland's right. I'm just worried that whatever this was, somebody was freaked out enough about to double bag it. Like, let's <laughs> is somebody let's like stay the down people here. who's the order the order of the Sarah knife people like them? Possibly. Mm. Do you know where they are in town? Uh, I know, do I know where they are in town? I was gonna say you probably know enough about town. Like, if you find a graveyard, you know mm. you can find members of this order. They basically deal with the dead bodies in town. <laughs> We could go talk to them. Not a bad idea. <laughs> and if whatever it is is ask out, if, it's we want to make sure that we're not around. <laughs> <laughs> hey, did four, you lose four? this? <laughs> I like that idea because it takes us out of here. So let's go. Yes. Do yeah. with that. How, how do we get out of here? Is there? I don't see an exit. There's an exit over here. Oh, <laughs> wow. Yeah, let's go that way. So now that you have found this passageway that looks like it leads to an access, um. I would like all of you to give me a group perception check. Mm. Do you want my passive perception or? Uh, yeah, your passive will be the lowest you can get. So you can only 17. get higher. Nice. <laughs> oh, I got a one. <laughs> passive it is. <laughs> I get a 13. All right. So passive perception yeah, for me is I, I nine. A, okay. I got a six. And then passive for me is a 12. Okay. So, um,. What happens is you wind your way through here. Um, you're kind of looking at this access tunnel. You know that these access tunnels eventually lead back up to the surface. And you circle back around. And by the time you circle back around, you see um, this like wrought iron cage and a set in, there's like a padlock on it and some stairs that lead back up to the, to the uh, surface. And in front of this wrought iron cage that will lead you back up to the surface and, and, you know, safety and freedom, there are two sewer alligators just lounging in front of the uh, wrought iron gate. Oh, on our side or the other side? On your side. I try to bond with them. <laughs> I mean, I they're not... bond one with my sword. They're not attacking yet. They're just both sitting in front of the, uh, sitting in front of the, uh, the gate. Well, I, I growl at him and, and, and wave my sword menacingly and like, ah, and try and chase him off. Okay, give me an intimidation check with disadvantage. <laughs> all right, that tells you all you need to know right there, disadvantage. <laughs> I am good at intimidation, though. Yeah. Disadvantage. That would be a whopping 12. All right. Apparently, they, uh, they must have eaten recently because they're kind of, they don't look scared, but they look kind of annoyed. Uh, and they dive whatever. back into the muck and like swim off. Yeah, that's right. That's how you do it. <laughs> you Are they guarding the gate or? It looks like they, they yeah, it looks like they just probably are, you know, ate or some sewer rats out. and decided to take a nap here. They're just chilling. <laughs> so is that our way out? Yes, that is our way out. But so we have to pick this lock first. Or break it. Or break it. I can give it a shot. You have a crowbar, right? I oh. have thieves tools as well, so. Oh. It's almost like or... we live in Avalon. It's <laughs> 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 like I'm a shady character who does things that, you know. These are, these are what we like to call alternate keys. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Avalon. Have some. <laughs> so, yeah, Baro, please uh, give me a tool proficiency check. To... Hmm, a person with thieves tools named Baro. <laughs> <laughs> there, there, 
I have a very specific origin. It's just kind of a happy accident that it, it sounds the same. Um, is, is, is your, do you have a sibling named Beg? <laughs> uh, that will be... Uh, so, Dexter, five, uh, 19. Oh, jeez. Yeah, you easily, you know, you just, like, put those in there and <laughs> do the, the half turn around and it goes, and it pops open. Ah, I've had, I've had worse. <laughs> so, yes, the padlock easily pops open. What would you like to do? Uh, just kind of, you know what, I'm going to pocket this, uh, this padlock. <laughs> Never know. Yeah, well, you never and, know. And you do know in this particular neighborhood, um, the the um, sewer workers guild does not come down here nearly as often as they do in other parts of Avalon because there's not as often as they should labor disputes going on, <laughs> <laughs> having to do with flooding streets. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, you can easily traverse the stairs back up to this, and I will I will let um, I will let you decide. We had several locations. Where does the sewer outlet come out as far as the locations we have already established? Near the corrupt watch? <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you come up in the alleyway behind, um, and, like, everything else here is, like, you know, it's very gray and sodden because, you know, it's not repaired very often around here. And especially towards the bottom of the buildings, everything is rotting out because of the flooding and everything. But this watch structure looks really nice and impressive. This looks like something that should be in the, uh, you know, in the the, uh, the North District with all of the upper class homes and all of the nobles. And it just sticks out like a sore thumb. Um, it does look like it's picking up like a lot of mold on the, uh, the, the whitewashing on the outside of it, but it still looks way more maintained than just about anything else in this neighborhood as you come out here and they actually have sturdy door frames and things that were manufactured and not just repurposed because a lot of buildings around here, when a building falls apart, someone grabs all those pieces and uh, uses that to re- I scrape some of the sewer muck off myself and just slam it on the white wall <laughs> and just like draw down. I do kind of like a, almost kind of like a dog-like shake. Get some of the, some of the stuff off me. Ugh. Hey, watch where you flip like, that. Stand up and like throw my shoulders back and look around like I own the place. I think I'm going to lean my muck encrusted back against this nice wall. Lean back, pull one of my boots off, and eat out. <laughs> so, I, I make like I'm cleaning myself, but I'm I'm using my prestidigitation to like really clean it. So, but I'm not letting any of them know that I could do this for them. I'm just doing it. So, just as like you're you're cleaning yourself, and Garland is like emptying the boot out in the corner and like leaning against the edge of the thing, and just as he is like settling in, dumping it, a um a young woman walks around the corner of the uh, watch station wearing probably the nicest Griffin uniform any of you have ever seen. It's still in good, good repair. It's, you know, it's in good shape. It's not frayed at the the edges. And she walks around the corner and she goes, what are all of you doing? And you do recognize her somewhat, like whether you have a close relationship or not, we don't know. But Shania is a recent person that has been transferred to this district and she is about the only griffin you have ever encountered that actually seems like she gives a damn about anything and she also gets all of the shit assignments in this ward officer <laughs> shania how can we help you i you're you're kind of making a mess on my building here. oh 
Yeah, oh, shoot. yeah, stop um, that. Stop that. Come on. Hey, Have some respect for the watch. You know, it was the nearest conveyance to lean up against structure. Crap in my boot. We fell in the... the yeah, a whole alleyway just got, over there. like an down. alligator issue down there? Yeah, you should get really get these I, people to fix the streets. I mean, you have to expect the alligators are going to start... Uh, are going to start breeding because we don't have any Ajax. Well, yeah, of course. <laughs> Clearly. North District claimed all the good Ajax. <laughs> well, when we can't get the... I'm not going to get this. <laughs> is there... Should I know of any other thing? Like, is somebody going to come charging up out of the sewers chasing? I'm not going to arrest you. I just want to know if I should be ready for that. Nobody's going to come charging up that we know of. Right. Nobody's something... definitely not. In the not-too-distant past, escaped from some kind of confinement chamber that was all magic. And there's, like, floating knives that are attacking people. Well, we killed them. That's probably not going to be Wait, you killed someone? No, No, the knives. We we broke some knives. They were disembodied knives that were attacking us because of the I hold up the blade and the the handle. I promise you, we're not as drunk as he looks. She she takes Zendelain off to the side and goes, I'm used to you being this way, but (laughs) when you start gathering other people with the same habits it's just not good you're never going to get out of the cycle if you hang around with people that are doing the same thing i mean i woke up in not the best place but i'm feeling much better now and if i could borrow your shower again i'd be doing much better maybe come here and (laughs) she brings you in around the side to the back and the shower in this case is literally just a bucket with a uh, (laughs) <laughs> so there is like a well pump to the side and the, the you can fill up the bucket and hose it on yourself and yeah. <laughs> perfect so you may avail yourselves of this but she's like as soon as you get cleaned up from the muck i need you to move on just not everybody else is going to be as nice about finding you here as i was and understandable i'm gonna go close up the sewer grate so that nobody asks any hey i've got a question for you officer shanaya this is right behind the city watch. Have you ever gone down in there? Have, has the watch ever sent patrols down? Do you know what's in this area? I was told at one point in time when I wanted to pursue some suspects in sewers that the sewers are not our concern. And until such time as guild business has been restored to this area, no member of the Griffins is going to be expected to go down there. That's I, probably a good policy. Yeah, I guess. And you can tell she's just pain because she has she wants to do so much and she doesn't even know where to start in this district <laughs> so yeah get washed up and get moving along and then she she looks at uh she looks at everyone all of you well and she points over it's in- <laughs> i'm like taking my shirt off and i'm like wringing it out <laughs> we're doing our best to try and keep him upright so like holding, holding my <laughs> holding my mouth under the bucket, kind of like ah, letting it rinse everything out. So she kind of shakes her head and circles around the side of the. What would do all of you like to do with this? I'll call after her one more time as she's going around the corner. Just keep an ear and an eye open for anything weird, other than us. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, we live in the aisles. Everything is weird. Weirder. All right. Thank you, citizen. <laughs> no, thank you, Griffin Shania. Thank you for your service. 
like a cumber, even though I you back, can't see her, you can feel the eyes rolling as she's walking around the side oh, of the yeah. I come back around the corner, like tugging my shirt over my over my head, and like you can see that I've scrubbed my face clean, and like my hair is kind of slicked back, my long hair is slicked back, and I look like prettier than you've seen in uh, maybe ever. You look like you've only been homeless for ten days now. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that felt good. Well, man, you all are dirty. Yes, I'm not because I pressed digitation myself off. <laughs> I'm magically. <laughs> man, you all are dirty. <laughs> Where'd you get that bucket? I, mean, I, I, I was. Did you find a? Did you find another bucket? The world is full of buckets if you only know where to look. <laughs> I need a bucket. Well, I have clearly lost track of my mark now, so I'm. I'm. I don't know. Who are, you hunt, just, who are you hunting today? Uh, some low-life cut person's name. Mm. He's a little weasel. Yeah, I have a weasel. That's what it was. It was weasel. I knew I'd remember it. Vicious hole in my own purse. I'm sure that's the. I would not <laughs> doubt my it. Purse is empty. Well, since you've uh, lost your quarry, and since we uh, have something that may be of interest to the Lachey, what if we uh, go visit them and ask them about it and see if. Uh, there's any way to profit off of uh, our misfortune. Not only that, but they might know what was uh, imprisoned down there. That's important, I guess. And they might want to know <laughs> that it's loose. And there might be some monetary compensation for alerting the Perhaps. <laughs> I like this plan. Let's do it. All right. So you know that there is a, an, uh, an open plot of land that is towards the edge of the, of the aisles. And it is just around the corner from Draman's uh, secret garden alleyway, <laughs> which I don't know that you have ever shared that with anyone else, but you, you know that this is probably just like the next street over where this plot you know, of land opens. And if we walked through the secret garden alleyway, we would get there, like, just like that. Mm -hmm. But I take them the long way yeah. around. Like, <laughs> it takes, like, ten minutes to... Yeah, like, all of you notice that, like, why are we going all the way around this way? <laughs> no, no, this is a shortcut. This is way better. Trust me. Trust me. I know this city we, like the back of my hand. We walked by the other side of that alley ten minutes ago. No, no, we want to go to the right left. To the through. left. To the left. <laughs> Drummond knows all of the best places in this part of town. Just follow him and he'll get us where we need to be. When I don't listen to him, I tend to get lost. Clearly. But getting lost can create some of the best adventures. I'm sure it does. You meet some you know, a lot of interesting people here. <laughs> so, does, does anyone get distracted on the way to, uh, to uh -huh. this uh, graveyard? No. So Bored. is there something distractible? <laughs> no, no. I just didn't know if one of you were going to, you know, get into trouble. No, I'm kind of interested in talking to these Lachey people about the knife as well. So, all right. So, um, because of the nature of this neighborhood, and because it's been this way for decades now, um, uh, the Lachey in this area have gotten used to. It's kind of like um, it's kind of like in uh, the New Orleans area where everything is a mausoleum. They don't bother burying anyone because you don't want someone to come floating back up again. Yeah. So you see all of these all of these mausoleums and you see a gate around the outer section and there uh, is a caretaker's building towards the open gate like anybody can walk in yeah it's not closed yet not until it gets dark all right wander right in then yeah. <laughs> i want to look keep an eye out for like markings that match the markings on the daggers knives knives what have you grabbed the chain to right yes Draman did yeah okay. Draman has yeah. it wrapped around his arm <laughs> oh yeah spellbreaker <laughs> 
So as you come walking in, someone opens a caretaker's hut and you see a man. He's not, you know, he's probably middle-aged. He's not an, not old or anything, but he comes walking out and he has the, um, the lache uh, garments with the, uh, with the inverted cross on it. And he's not wearing any, uh, not wearing any shoes so that he can touch the ground and feel the strength of the earth. And he comes walking out and goes, so do you have a body that needs to be interred or uh, sacred rights to be said over, over remains (laughs) or uh, not yet. um, Are you planning on reserving a spot in one of the nicer mausoleums? I just tossed the knife hilt at him and, uh, you know, not not even like trying to to you know make sure he can see it. Just fling it his way. Like we uh, came across this in a rather unusual place. Huh? These? Um. Hmm. You can tell he's stopping to think a second to see. Like, is it okay to tell people? I want- they tried to kill us. If that helps, they didn't. Um. These might have something to do with my order. Thank you for returning them. Good day. Uh, what, what, <laughs> I want to. Uh, before you go, you might want to know. The chamber where we got attacked by those had some powerful magic that was keeping something in, and it ain't there anymore. Ooh. Give me an insight check when he says, ooh. (laughs) Oh, I got some insight. I'm good at that. Oh, not as good as I wanted to be. 13. (laughs) I mean, you definitely, there is definitely recognition here. Like, this isn't just a, oh, that's an interesting fact. That's like, oh, I know of of something that might provide more context to that. Yeah. I roll insight as well? (laughs) Yeah. Just put that in. Uh, I got an 18. Ooh. All right. So with your 18, as you're observing this O, this O speaks volumes to you as you uh, look at the creases on his face. And, the, and um, like Garland picked up that, you know, he, he knows something about it, but you picked up that um, he's probably, he feels like he, he understands the context, but not necessarily this context. In other words, he might know where this is used. He didn't know that there was something similar to this, this close by. So I want to like step forward and grab him by the collar and say, you're imprisoning things underneath the top, underneath the city, things uh, that can hurt people. Ooh, I... Relax. Zindlane, put, put the nice man down. <laughs> I, I will actually let you Zindlane, if you would like to give me a, an intimidate check, but Garland, I'm going to say this is a perfect case of good cop, bad cop. So Zindlane, <laughs> you can roll with advantage here. Right, with advantage. Yes. Nice. I All feel right, out of my sure. element. Usually I'm bad cop. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I got a, I got a 16. Okay. It's like, no, 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 we weren't. I don't know of anyone in my specific cloister that would have been guarding anything that was down in the sewers, but I do know of the procedures and the rights that would have been done to do something similar. Okay. And is it you to hold a good thing down there? keep something safe rather than something that would come up and kill lots of people. <laughs> he looks at, he hears that like slightly hopeful tone in Draman's voice and goes, <laughs> no, <laughs> I was afraid of that. Uh, I show him the chain wrapped around my arm. Like, Oh goodness. All right. So. <laughs> oh goodness. There, Before it was just, Oh, now it's Oh goodness. My order very specifically makes sure that the dead find their peace. Um, that is our 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 entire purview is to make sure that the transition to whatever goes into the afterlife is done properly. Unfortunately, there are certain unrestful dead that have come in contact with various curses and imbalances in the natural world that might say 
colloquially be called undead. In some cases, these undead are very difficult to destroy, so it's easier to, say, create boundaries around them and keep them locked up. Usually these places are very, very well marked, and other members of the Order will pass on when things have been imprisoned. If this had been done and not passed on to those of us that are serving in this particular ward, this must have been done a very long time ago and whoever could have informed us must be long gone. So whatever was imprisoned down there was likely imprisoned a long time ago. Would there be any documentation left behind if it in wasn't... an old book or something? I, Buried I will... in a tomb? <laughs> Drummond, what did the strange voice say again? Oh, uh, something, something, words of vigilance. Speak the words of vigilance. Yes. Oh, yes. Um, That would be for someone that was allowed in the area to do proper rites. Uh, Sometimes the words of vigilance are given to someone so that they can uh, disarm traps. If they, for example, let's say you find a group of brave and valiant adventurers that are willing to try and destroy an undead creature that you have uh, imprisoned. You might speak the words of vigilance to allow that person to go in and set that uh, accursed being to their final right. Or if, say, someone wanted to come in and increase the strength of the wards that were already played. Mm. Or remove the spells on them and let something free, because... That would be a bad idea. That would be a very poor use of the words of vigilance. That would literally be an abuse of the words of vigilance. (laughs) For future reference, the words of vigilance are... It varies depending on the individual wards that are set up. It is simply, it is a a magical phrase that is set at the time that the wards are... The password. Yes. So these knives attacked us with that words of vigilance. Yes, because you didn't speak them and you were in an area that was... So whoever came in and removed these knew the words of... Oh my, Which is very bad. Very bad. bad. That is bad. You are correct. Your people have a lot to answer for. Yeah. I don't know. I... I'm betting this was a long time ago I'm and pretty mistakes sure were the, probably made. I'm pretty sure the Griffins would want, to, would want to know why you're keeping dangerous undead creatures underneath their watchtower. And not doing your jobs and, and keeping these dealt with in this area. That would be pretty bad. And, you know, it would be pity if somebody with the proof, you know, of, of the Lachey not keeping up their sacred duty. I, and you notice, like, even though he was intimidated before, you notice, like, he falls back into his uh, streetwise uh, sense of what he knows about this district, and he goes, look, I understand. I truly believe in my religion and making sure that the dead transition properly, and I want to do that job properly, but I am not going to be held account for someone hundreds of years ago that might have screwed up and not told somebody else, and I pay my mother my money to Grandmother Shark. And there is no reason why the Griffins would come looking at us for not doing our job. Mm. And all of you, since we're, we'll bring it up as, a, as it's... I, uh, let's see, Zendlane may not know much about this, but I think the rest of you um, have enough trafficking in this area that you know Grandmother Shark is the guild mistress of, um, what was the proper guild was part of? She is the uh, guild mistress of the Cadre of Vermin Catcher. Mm. Now, it just so happens that the cadre of vermin catchers has decided that this neighborhood is theirs. They are the ones that are demanding the extra tribute from the uh, Sewer Workers Guild, which is causing the ongoing dispute. And whoever has been the guild master of the 
basically the rat catchers has been running this racket for a long time and basically they run a protection um part of it is that they go around with their well-trained uh vicious mastiffs catching you know vermin and sometimes if you pay someone enough a lot of people look like vermin to these well-trained uh these well-trained <laughs> dogs oh no our dog got <laughs> off its leash what <laughs> that is a crying shame and you know uh a lot of the griffins in this area report to um grandmother shark because well it's a much better supplemental to their income if they do so. All righty then. Look, look, we're, we're not trying to shake you down. We don't work for Grandmother Shark. My, my friend here was injured. This knife took chunks out of him. And I, I pull up and I'm like, oh shit, right, I healed that. Um, <laughs> I, I like, as you're Only like, th- my friend here was injured. And I'm like, yeah, right here, it cut me. I'm, and I'm just looking at Arrow. <laughs> I, I've, I've, I do lift up my shirt and they're just, got mud like caked on the side and it's kind of oozing this mud is the only thing holding his innards in (laughs) yeah it was much worse before trust me let's see how well um he's going to respond to all of you as a um could you give me group um persuasion check to see how well disposed he is oh suck it son (laughs) i got a 22 so did i (laughs) well 20 Wow. Sorry, mine's mine's just a flat twenty, not a twenty-two. Oh. So oh, okay. so borrow. But it is a natural. I got a twelve. Okay, so I mean, he's not overly impressed with you, but the the overall you, the group makes a pretty good impression on him, even though Zen Lane like threatened him off the, right off the bat. <laughs> As I lift my shirt up, some of the mud just kind of like falls down onto the floor. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, uh, here's a silly question, um, but the chains we know the chains got broke. Right? And we know that the wall got punched. Wait, there was a wall? Same kind of runes as this, but runes way. On the wall. Yeah. And Did someone you... struck them very, very hard and yeah, broke. They, they tried to get out that way, but there was no getting through that wall, so they escaped some other way. Or the person who spoke the words of vigilance did it. We don't know. But my question is, can we tell how long that chain has been broken, roughly? Was it, like, recently? Or was it 100 years ago? Oh, oh yeah. Um... I actually will allow, um, if you guys want to uh, check, to look at the... I am very interested out. And I don't... I got an eight. <laughs> Sixteen. I got an eight. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. So those of you that got higher than a 15, um, the chains themselves are probably hundreds of years old. But the way the where, the, where they're broken, is it's barely corroded or anything. So this is probably within, at most, as as um, damp and everything as it is down there, at most, it could have been maybe a Okay, oh, so... Well, you just invented forensics. <laughs> <laughs> so this is clearly fresh, which means whatever undead was kept down there, A, it just got out, and B, we already know that someone with knowledge of your order's process and the words of vigilant, not necessarily someone from your order, but someone who knew the words of Vigilant from wherever helped this thing get out. Now that you mention the a wall with a seal on it, I can't... Hmm. I know there's something more going on, and I'm not trying to hide anything from you, but all of this sounds more involved than a typical containment uh, tomb. So, all right. And he, he walks back into the shed for a minute. I'll be right out. And he walks in, and he, he walks back out. 
and he comes out and he hands you a note. And the note is a promissory note from the Lachey in the in the amount of two hundred and fifty silver. Uh-huh. And and in case anyone that's watching this does not pick up on this, this is the silver suit. So in another D game, that would be having a promissory for that many gold pieces. So this is a pretty substantial amount, um, at, at least for you know an opening number of people. I, if you would, I would like to take possession of that chain. And if you could not sp- spread this information too far before I have a chance to read, I am very interested in this. I'm going to look into our archives and maybe talk to some of the other cliche priests in the other nearby districts and drop by whenever you get the opportunity and I will see if I have that information for you. And if you're willing to keep this just between us and let me have that chain so that I can do the research, I am more than willing to give you this promissory note. Do you know if you can trust some of your fellow cliche if if this is obviously the work of somebody who knows the word vigilant? Um, I need to do the research, but now that you have mentioned the the seal on the wall and the chain, I am starting to think this was an interfaith um, situation. The Lache didn't think they could handle it, so they called in somebody else for help. <laughs> I say, uh, Garland, grab the promissory note, and I start <laughs> unwrapping the chain, but then I pull out the crowbar, and I snap off and leave, like, five links for myself, <laughs> and I hand him the rest, and I say... <clears throat> Some big undead thing is out now and walking around the city. I, and this chain was one of the only things holding him in. I'm keeping this as part of my pain. And <laughs> you're welcome. And, and he says, as long as I can count on you to stay quiet until I can do the research, keep whatever you need. And then he gets this really serious look on his face and like grabs your shoulder and goes, it might be worse than undead. I Sweet. hand him the small part of the chain. And- <laughs> <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Okay. What else are we talking about? Yeah, what kinds of things are worse than undead? And Zinzlane, the voice in your head. <laughs> yeah, Zinzlane, as soon as you say that, you hear the voice in your head say, oh, there are a great many things. He like, kind of like, like takes a step away, for, away from this guy and starts nodding. Oh. <laughs> and and um, He worries me sometimes. <laughs> brother, brother Sebastian just goes, uh, I hesitate to say, but there are things beyond this world that um, can corrupt and touch the soul that are an issue. And I will leave it at that for now. All right, we will do our best to remain silent about this. If you need any assistance, um, you can send word for me here and I tear off a corner of the note. <laughs> <laughs> but none scribbly, of the, none of the legal the address. part of it. <laughs> yeah. All right, um, so he says, yeah. I can't promise that I will know anything anytime sooner than a week, but if you should need to stop in, and if I find out something, I will send uh, send information back to you. It right. takes a while to get to some of the other districts. <laughs> Understood. So, you have 250 silver and a promissory note. What would all of you like to do with this? Cash <laughs> it. Well, it's a piece of paper that's not worth anything until he gives us silver for it. <laughs> so, we'll keep it safe. Wait, you said oh, it was a can't. promissory note with a bank. Yeah, you can. Yeah. You, well, actually, you can cash this in at mm-hmm. any of the guilds. We'll be able to okay. exchange this. But not the cadre of vermin catchers, because I'd like to stay away from Grandma Shark. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, damn it. 
but Grandma Shark you... might not might know more things about the right? There's a reason I said Grandmother Shark and not Grandma Shark. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I That's that. what just went through my head. All right then. <sighs> yes. So yes, any accredited guild member can cash in this uh, promissory. Basically the recognized churches and the guilds can pass the and certain noble and merchant so I mean, we could just go to the money lenders guild oh yeah and get that yes. or we could that is that is a, a guild well acquainted with yes. us yes yes <laughs> let's go to the brotherhood of sanitary excavators and cash it and then That's we can idea. ask them <laughs> about their sewer gator problem sure. or if there's other weird things they've experienced into, recently yeah. yeah are there any guilds that give i mean like do guilds like is there a cost to cashing these checks or these notes or no like, this, this is basically just problem. them this is just organizations that help the city run promising you know if you take care of these people that are working for us then we'll make sure that we give you this equal amount in something you know and something that's resolved when they have nice city council meetings. hey we need a favor from the lachade we're gonna cash <laughs> yeah. this in now for mm-hmm. so yes um so you want to go to the uh to the sewer workers brotherhood of sanitary x is that mm-hmm. i yeah. believe so yes um so what i'm going to say since we're at nine and you're about ready to get there would anyone like to take a break yeah absolutely okay so everybody uh take like a 10 minute break or whatever you need and then we will pick back up here in a moment okay okay so we are back from our break and our group of intrepid adventurers were just about to go see a member of never remember formal the brotherhood of sanitary excavators which does have a guild house in the aisles and literally doesn't do anything because <laughs> they refuse to do anything because they won't pay the mother the money to grandmother shark so you make your way to the other side of town it is actually getting the almost early evening which means the guild hall is probably getting ready to close up at the point, but you might still catch some. Yeah. What would you like to do? We should go roll right in. Okay. <laughs> so you see, like, there's there's the little swinging signpost outside for the guild hall, and you walk in and you see a woman at at a desk inside, and she's wearing coveralls, but these coveralls look like they have never had to um, be used for anything. They're clean. And because this place has for decades not had to do the regular maintenance in the sewer tunnels under here, about the only organization in the aisles where this is actually a plum assignment is with the... (laughs) Yeah. So she's looking up there and she goes, yeah, how you doing? Greetings. Drew the short straw tonight, did you? I mean, I got to be here. Uh, according to guild rules, I have to be here until sundown. And as I see out there, the sun is starting to go down. So I'm going to be uh, getting ready to head out here any moment now. Um, are you here to complain about something that I cannot legally um, fix? No. No, we're here to spoil your day. But <sighs> we, we had a promissory note. Uh, we figured we want to uh, see about cashing in with you. Ooh. Uh, the Lachey. Huh. <laughs> Yeah. And you can tell she they, there isn't a lot of direct work between those two organizations, especially, you know, right here. Yeah. Might be able to do Awesome. Uh, so uh, if you cash it out, that would that would make everybody's day a little happier. Yeah. Um, give me one second. Um, and she uh, gets up from the desk and walks back. And as she walks she into the back. Did you take the note with her? 
Yeah, stick the note with it. And you hear this. What did that sound like to you? What did that sound like? Gnawing? Sounded like an otiug. Yeah, I was going to say, Drummond probably knows enough of it the way. Yeah, like, even though they can't do the work, they have one stationed here. It's just kept in a pen, and they have to feed it. (laughs) Yeah, don't be feeding it our money. I want to, like... Unless it poops silver. (laughs) Everything okay back there? Oh, it's just fine. Sarah's just getting a little rumbly. Hello, Sarah. (laughs) Nice to make your acquaintance. (laughs) (laughs) You see, she's got, like, this satchel um, thrown over her shoulder, but she's also got a bucket, and she walks into the next room, and a few seconds after she walks through the hallway, the scent from this bucket hits all of you, and it is this god-awful putrid scent that just wafts off of this, you know, from the hallway. And she goes, open up! And you hear the splashing noise, and then you hear her set the bucket down, and she walks back in. Yeah, I had to feed Sarah before I leave. Yeah. Of course. Don't want one of those unhappy. All right. Or too hungry. So, um, if you could just sign this thing that you took uh, possession of this. You know you got, like, an alligator problem in the sewers here. But but maybe the undead that just got unleashed will take care of that after oh, we yeah, have that. the money. <laughs> yeah, right. That's what I meant. That's what I was waiting. I, uh, and, you know, she, she's like handing the satchel over to you as she's hearing this and it, you're, we have undead in the sewers here? And alligators. I mean, alligators, that's Sarah. Can, that's, that's uh, it not might a... not be undead. It could be something from the void. It could be something it could be worse. worse. Yeah, I, that's what the Lachey said when they gave us. Oh, wait, we weren't so, supposed to tell anybody. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to... <laughs> All right, well, I Discretion, need, guys. Discretion. I need, I need to do some uh, discussion. Thanks. Uh, enjoy your silver. And she starts, they're, like, they're, uh, writing joking. <laughs> but we do have questions as to whether any of your people have noticed anything weird going on lately. Yeah, no, we were just messing around about that whole undead thing. But if there were, what would you know about it? <laughs> you know, your Atiyag sounds a lot like, an, like a zombie. <laughs> Yeah, that's me. <laughs> Don't say that about Sarah. <laughs> uh, I mean, normally, if it's something simple that the Atyugs can handle, they help things up. Um, if it's something we ha- would have to subcontract for, we would look for some freelancers and uh, we would give them a stipend to look into the situation for us. So, When was the last time anyone from your guild actually went into the sewers around? And she she, uh, she pulls off uh, uh, down a logbook and like there's this massive like thing <laughs> of dust that just flies off of there. And she turns so, these, these brittle pages and she goes 38 years ago. So how much would one of these freelancing gigs pay? Depends on... Uh, We'd have to, I'd have to talk to one of the uh, guild coordinators. They could cite me a price, but it's, it, it all depends. Like if it's something, if it's a known threat, you know, like, um, uh, especially large animals that might injure one of our Atyugs, then, you know, we have a base C based on the size of the group going down there. If it's something that might require someone with occultic training, um, then we would have to, you know, coordinate with the priesthoods to get a better idea of what what the going rate would be for that. What's your base fee for taking care of something that was held behind some magical protection? Hypothetically. Hypothetically. <laughs> she Just starts throw looking an example very out. worried at all of you. And she's like, that is far above my pay grade. She says you know as somebody that like 
whose parents are well placed in the guild and has not had to do a whole lot so far. We're taking up your time. Sun's going down. <laughs> I should let you get back to you know your closing up and going home. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I want to try to, but I mean, you really don't need to file this paperwork just yet. Let us let us do some of the groundwork for you, and then and then when you have more, when you have when there's more information available, then you can file that paperwork. Nobody uh, likes filing extra wait. paperwork, especially in. I thought you said this was all hypothetical. Now you're saying oh, it's it, not it, hypothetical and you're investigating it further? I mean, if you wanted to make sure a problem like this never came back and landed on your desk, I mean, we, we could go make sure something like this hasn't happened for the we're right. We're just looking for some opportunity. We're just looking, we're, we're scouting out possible job offers. We're just since, here to help you. Since several people have been speaking, I think I'm going to have a group check here. Yes, you will. And um, if you could give me a, I think it's going to be persuasion. And it's basically, this is persuasion to the case of keeping her from panicking over. <laughs> yeah. Because what you don't know is worse than what if somebody just literally spells things out to you. <laughs> I got an 11. Okay. 13. Okay. I got a rock. <laughs> I got a 20, not a natural, but 20. Okay. And you haven't said anything, so you are just like, <laughs> well, I, I, I interjected to make sure you guys weren't putting foots in your mouths. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> guys, guys. He's, he's holding on to that hope that... that Barrow was keeping us in check with a stern look, like, what? <laughs> so we got a 20, and then what was everyone else's? 13, 11, or 4. Okay. And she looks at you and goes, okay, completely hypothetical. No paperwork needed. Would anyone yeah. like to make an insight check. <laughs> yes. No. Ha! <laughs> Five. Eighteen. So, um, Zenlane Zen and Garland, you're sure she's fine. She's completely oh, fine. Good. Draman, she's gonna do something. You don't know what she's gonna do, but she's definitely spooked. <laughs> so glad we calmed her down. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, look. We just dropped a lot, hypothetically, at your feet. It doesn't have to be at your f We're just four people who walked in here and told you a story and we're getting a promissory note. It could stay at that, and somebody else could take care of it if, uh, you know, if you found your way to making a, a special freelancer case right now, we could make sure this, you know, never happened. It'd be good to I, not have this be your problem, I don't right? know what isn't happening and what is happening exactly. at the moment. Exactly, <laughs> and you want to keep not knowing. Right, nothing. really happening. would prefer not to know. I mean, that's yeah. because knowing. If, you know, this promissory note got paid out double, this would never, ever come back on you. I can't Or Sarah. That. Is that right, Sarah? Sarah, this is a good idea, right? <laughs> Sarah says it's a good idea. Yep. That I, didn't sound like a zombie at all. all. All of you are, you're making me a little uncomfortable. And um, I, I'll be honest. Um, Can I? Um, if, if you could leave now, I, I would feel much better. <laughs> does she have a, like a crest, family crest? Like identifying her? No, anywhere? no, she's just got the the regular, you know, the the guild. It would be fun if I knew who her parents were. <laughs> no, they're not the nobles or anything. <laughs> they're just people that have been guild members forever. Uh, it's common people um, nepotism, not uh, noble nepotism. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, if you could leave, I would I would greatly appreciate <clears throat> that. And I, let me put it this way: hypothetically, I won't 
call any other guild members to consult on what I need to do about the hypothetical things I have been presented with. <laughs> Please yeah. enjoy your silver, hypothetically. <laughs> so yeah, she, you think she's a little spooked, but you know, but she is it assuring you out of the office so she can close up now. I mean, what even is she going to report? <laughs> Four shady individuals who tried to extort her. <laughs> so the sun is this going... This is the Isles. That happens. <laughs> yeah. That's Tuesday. This is true. <laughs> so the sun is going down now. What would you like to do? The sun is going down and you have 250 silver pieces in a satchel. We should divide uh, that up. And mm -hmm. probably put it somewhere safe. Well, in your case. I wonder if... What? <laughs> i'm just saying that you might not want to carry your share of 250 pieces around yeah but it's like imagine how many drinks i could buy with that all right all right yes. so <laughs> i will hold on to your share and make sure you don't get yourself into trouble can drinks we do that do sound like a good idea i mean i just found a good like hollow under a cobble the other day that might be a great spot to hide my share uh, sleep on the floor of my apartment and give me your money. We'll consider it rent that I will give you back when you spend it on something necessary. Okay. I like this plan. I should go for it. <laughs> that sounds fair. That sounds safer than a stone in the street. Yes. <laughs> Very much so. But it's not the first time that's been said. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What would you all like to do for the rest of the day? You don't necessarily need to stay together. It is up to you. I just want to get an idea of what you're doing. Uh... I think uh, we should ask questions. Uh, should we ask other people if stuff has been happening around the sewers or what? Like, okay. Not Here, that I know anybody who spends a lot of time in the sewers. So there's a bar because there's always a bar. <laughs> it's one of the nicer bars in the aisles, not one of the total shit bars. Those nice bars are too expensive. It's still seedy, but it's nice. On the, it's it's nicely seedy, right? <laughs> oh, so it's where the nobles come slumming. I mean, if they're in disguise, you know, yeah. <laughs> well, from the, the ones that, from the locations that we already uh, established, we have the palace, which is where the guild leaders go for their gentlemen's club. You know, basically mm -hmm. it's a nicer place that only the guild leaders and people working for them are more or less allowed in. Okay, that's not the place. <laughs> but, adjacent, but adjacent to the palace is the moat house. The moat house sounds like the place. That sounds good. <laughs> so there's basically like this one section of the street where the palace is the one section and then the moat house is where all of the other people that actually have money for working for suddenly, the guild leaders. <laughs> I am suddenly reminded of that episode of The Tick where he goes into the superhero yes. club and they have a shack out back for yes. the sidekicks. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yes. Okay. The old tick, Patrick Warburg. Yeah. I am yes. actually kind of hungry. We haven't eaten all day, and my oh, stomach's a little yeah. sour. All right. <laughs> yeah, so I think uh, the moat house, a couple of drinks, and some tall tales, nudge, nudge, wink, wink, and see what it elicits from the rest of the crowd. That's what I'm thinking. Okay. Right. That's the way to do it. Yeah, the moat house, not only is it kind of like where a lot of the enforcers that work for the guild leaders go, it's also where a lot of successful adventurers might pick up jobs here and there. Yeah. And you want to be successful adventurers, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> I am already a successful adventurer. Yes. We got paid, didn't we? Yeah. I just want yeah. to get paid. That's it. <laughs> yeah, well, 250 divided by four, that, that, that goes in evenly, right? 62.5. <laughs> 
better than 50 each. So uh, my, my standard operating procedure while we're here is watching Zind Lane to make sure he doesn't get his hands on a drink, <laughs> um, but also slyly using my prestidigitation to kind of like make some... <laughs> Excuse me, sorry. Uh, taste like some alcohol, like water, and hand it at him <laughs> so that his cravings are satisfied, but he's just getting hydrated. Oh. Like, all right, I know you're gonna keep doing this cold turkey's hard here's a weak beer but it's not really beer you know after like the fourth one i'm starting to like sway in my chair (laughs) this is good beer (laughs) oh yeah this is just what i needed just from the psychosomatic effects (laughs) yeah i feel i I, like i know i should be drunk so therefore i feel drunk and the voice in the back of your head is like (laughs) (laughs) you sound like my mother (laughs) <laughs> but the voice I'm, in his head is thinking I know back to the mother <laughs> the voice in his head is like I know everybody signs that one bad contract <laughs> but I'm still making sure he limits himself like like yeah. for training for learning like no no don't I, don't drink all that don't do that you know I, I'm gonna say even um even in the um in the uh, moat house um it's if you spend a silver, you all of you have okay drinks for a while. Yeah. So you slide a silver over, they get all of your drink orders. Um, Draman, <laughs> Draman gets the water order to like. So that's the and, odd and silver to, that we have left, right? Yeah, that's yeah. the odd silver. <laughs> and uh, I, I try to do this outside of the site because my, my spell casting requires me. <laughs> um, I'm trying, I'm focused on trying to figure out the food. Like, what kind of food do, like, do they get? chicken here or is it just rats like i i um they have goat currently oh nice crazy I mean, today goat. they do because you know there yeah. was a cart accident out front <laughs> and... <laughs> did you have anything to do with that accident no <laughs> no uh-huh uh-huh <laughs> well thank you anyway <laughs> so yes you can get bread and goat and broth uh, they don't have like a super wide i will take a a goat bread broth platter <laughs> make cool. that a, make that two make that three. <laughs> oh, and i want i want two and there's some grayish five. there's some grayish green stuff that is some sort of vegetation oh you just kind of like scoop that out and like <laughs> smear it on the table that's the best part that's where the flavor comes from oh. <laughs> so yeah you see like all of the the guild the guild thugs basically but you know you can't call them thugs because they're gainfully employed thugs, you know, sure. walking around and they're Legitimate just kind of, business. yeah. And they're kind of like, you know, laughing and talking with each other. And you do hear someone at a table doing like a recruitment drive, basically saying that, um, yeah, over in the, uh, over in the Southwest corner, we got some other gangs coming in here and we want to put up a, a front line going in there. And we've already talked to the Griffins are going to turn a blind eye in the second that they come over for their push we're just going to fall on them from those buildings and we need all the muscle we can get. And it's, it, Garland, this is the kind of job that you might have taken in the past, but it's kind of a lowbrow job. I've got my sights set on something a little higher at the moment. So, <laughs> but I'm like listening going, oh, that. well, it's, it's also good intel too, to know uh, mm-hmm. where, where to avoid <clears throat> or, or use for our advantage. Or information we right. could sell to sell the other to the people. other party. Uh huh. <laughs> they're they're going to be attacking griffins. Did I hear that right? No, no, no. they're going to be attacking a different. 
Yeah, oh. there's a gang coming in from a local other neighborhood, expanding their territory. Uh, and because the the one good side about the Isles is that the right time of year, it's easier to um, funnel people into certain access points into the neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so basically, that's the main recruitment drive that's going on. Everyone else is just kind of in their usual, like, oh, we've already got a long-term job, so we're happy to be here. And, you know, like, there's people that are just starting out in their thuggery that are kind of looking at all of you like they they look like they kind of have it together and then there's people that are established <laughs> in their thuggery that are looking at you going after my fifth drink drink I, say, I don't let you have five so, no so where do you steal the others from <laughs> i i'm still trying to limit you I, um, i've been slipping him some yeah <laughs> um you definitely slipped you, you let me have two Pharaoh might have slipped me one or two, and like I went off and like disappeared for a little while, <laughs> and was talking to some of those, um, talking to some of the uh, the up and comers people, the people below, the just getting mm -hmm. started with thuggery. The wide eyeds, yeah. And one of them bought me a drink, and I get back, <laughs> and I smell of of cheap of cheap <clears throat> of spirits, well, and I'm like, okay, well I've had enough. I think I need to switch to water. And, and the thing is too, if you're noble you have that fey blood that people can see. Like, they can tell that you're noble even if you've fallen on <laughs> hard times. So there are people that are kind of, like, looking at you going, there's got to be more to him than yeah. meets the eye. <laughs> I look at him and see he's really drunk or, or really starting there, and I go, well, let me, you know, I think you can have one more. And I go up and I no, get some. No, no, no. no. I to, no, I, I need to take it easy. You know, I'm trying to be better. I, I, I'm your friend here. You can trust me. I think you're okay. And I go up and I turn with prestidigitation some waters to look like beer, <laughs> but to make him throw up. Oh, God. I'm getting this out of his system now. All right. So, Zendlane, um, give me a con save. <laughs> Tough luck. <love>. 22. <laughs> Oh, jeez. <laughs> so, yeah, you make the bitter, sharpest, worst-tasting thing you can, and Zendling just, like, downs it. <laughs> and, like, Zendling, you think, this was bad alcohol, but I've had worse. Yeah. <laughs> Gag just from catching a whiff of it. Like, Whoa, I'm not, that? I'm not yeah. drunk enough for you to sell me the swill off of the bar rag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it like it was it was rivaling the scent that came off the Atyug bucket. <laughs> was... <sighs> Is that well, what I drink last night with the drinks? It kind of tastes like that. Yes. <laughs> I am going to um lean into barrel um and loud enough to get the hearing of the person next to barrel. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be like, yeah, so I heard uh, Tutos was telling me that he ran into some shambling corpse in the in a sewer tunnel last night, and it freaked him the hell out. It was, like, totally scary. Like, he, he was white when he told me. Yeah, I've been hearing about some weird stuff like that, too. I wonder what the deal is. Freaky, man. Um, I want to, like, kind of, like, react, like, oh, shambling things in the sewers? What is going on? What's this, like... <laughs> Oh my! I have palpitations. <laughs> um. All right. Um. Like flailing on my bar stool. Since you were taking the lead on this, and other people are helping, if you could give me a deception, <laughs> give me a deception check. Um. With advantage because your friends are helping you out with, and all this right. is going to potentially provoke. Uh. 
you said deception. Yeah. There it is. There it is. Um, I got an eleven. Okay. Um, it's it, it it's not a stellar thing, but it sounds unless somebody's really picking apart what you said, <clears throat> it's a reasonable sounding sounding story. And um, after you say this for a while, you notice some people are talking, and a couple of the um, a couple of the official, you know, gilded thugs kind of walk over to you, and they look at you very odd. And the two of them are like, "You have a problem?" The thing that uh, that uh, you saw come up out that the people were talking about coming up out of the uh, coming up out of the sewers. Uh-huh. Did it? Um, were its eyes completely black? Oh my God! You've seen you it saw it? No, I didn't see anything. I just wanted to. Uh, just wanted to verify something. But, um, yeah, you're not the only ones that have heard rumors about that. Yeah? Hypothetically, <laughs> you had seen it. <laughs> or you, people said, where might they have seen it? Hypothetically. I mean, the first I heard of these rumors was probably about three nights back. Um, there was a, and they mentioned um, a sewer access that's about a block away from the one that you came up at by the uh, Griffin watch station what um what guild is he so what, what group is he associated with um he is he is part of the uh rat catchers guild, so this is one of uh grandmother sharks so this is you know the big time and you notice like both of them both of them have clubs on their belts but they're like they're the type of cudgels that you know you take pride in they're not just like hacked together wood this is like someone that takes a lot of pride in turning a heavy piece of wood into a weapon. Um, I want to I wanna, um, grab a, a piece of silver and kind of like set it down in front of him and say, that could be some valuable information. Could you tell me? So- no, I have people higher up that uh, worry about. And he slides the silver uh, back to you. Ooh. But I am letting you know, um, other people have heard about this. Keep an eye out. There's some weird shit going. <clears throat> All right, then. And you notice, um, uh, give me give me a, an insight check. Seven. <laughs> Guy seems fine. Didn't want your gold or yourself. Thirteen. <laughs> okay. Anyone else? Who doesn't take bribes. <laughs> My eleven's not going to. <laughs> did did Borrow get higher than a thirteen? I got a natural twenty. Okay. <laughs> so Borrow's just like quietly sitting back, going, "I know everything that's going on." <laughs> I at this point, I am I'm sitting out smoking a pipe too. I'm just kind of sitting back, <clears throat> observing at this point. Yeah. Um, Borrow, you pick up. These guys are holding it together real, really well. But as soon as they heard that rumor, they're both scared shitless. Like, they are putting on as brave a face as they can because they can't look weak in this establishment. But that really spooked them. Like, ardent thugs are ready to piss themselves. And awesome. you get you get the feeling that they probably saw this themselves. I, uh, I lean into Garland and say, they, they, non, they, they know something. Well, we have a little bit more information. Black eyes. <clears throat> um, we should we should go check we should go check out that we're great. I don't know. Are you in any condition? <laughs> nah. I've never been better. <laughs> <laughs> That's the spirit. We're gonna have to I'm not as think as you drunk I am. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing a little little coffee won't fix. <laughs> Or whatever. Coffee's not going to do it. <laughs> I, I see if they can get some coffee or something like that, like, you know, to get him to... <laughs> what's your best sober up quick cure? Do you want coffee or do you want the best... I want both. <laughs> some of that Oteog bucket. Is that, <laughs> is that a Back to the Future reference? And he's like, well... <laughs> he's like, well, I bought this from um, the apothecary. And he, like, 
slides this cup over and it's like, it'll be a silver. I smell it. What's it smell like? It is, it smells like cinnamon and <laughs> like, um, death. Like, well, I was going to say like cinnamon and, um, eucalyptus and, uh, okay. like all kinds of different spicy, very sharp things Herby. that probably shouldn't go together. <laughs> I, I, I pass him a silver for the, uh, you know, for, for the snake oil and, uh, you know, <laughs> put it in front of Zildane, Zildane and I'm like, drink this. It'll make you feel better. I told you I was done for the night. It's mm. not alcoholic. It's a sober up thing. Yes, it helps oh. you not feel so bad in the morning. And I pinch my nose because I know what I'm about to hit here. And I... <laughs> All right, give me another con save. <clears throat> <laughs> Let's see here. Oh my God, you got to kidding me. Another 22. <laughs> <laughs> so, <clears throat> no, this is actually not a bad thing because <laughs> you are sobered up, but you didn't get the downside of being. Oh. Now, what you can do until until um, the next time that you rest, you can spend one of your hit dice the same way you would spend an inspiration. How do I spend? What do you? What does spend a hit die mean? Um, normally, when you take a short rest, you can spend your hit die to. Oh, okay. You so, could use it like bardic inspiration yeah, to add it. Yeah, basically, games. you get like this adrenaline surge that you could, you know, cool. spend part of your reserve to do a thing. Okay. <laughs> Very nice. That sounds good. <laughs> All right. Wow. Yeah, you feel, you feel great right now. <laughs> that actually works good. You feel great. Uh, it's just like the inside of your sinuses is burning, but like not in a bad way. This is this this is someone with terrible sinuses coming up with uh, a context that other people may have no idea about. But it's, like, it's like burning in the good way when everything finally clears out, not burning in the oh my god please just stick a knife. Like when you've been clogged up for like a month straight yeah. and you eat those, the food with the horseradish and everything yeah. just. Yeah, I take a deep breath through my nose and I, <laughs> oh, oh, this, oh, never mind. But um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can smell more clearly than anyone in this district has in years, <laughs> which right. is not a good thing. <laughs> All right. Let, you want to go do something stupid? That. Let's go do something stupid. Yep. All right. All right, we're going to go wander around in the dark. What's the quality of stupid that you would like to do? It is now nightfall. I believe there's a sewer grate we need to check out. Yeah. All right. I think I will need torches. Oh, I've got a lantern. That's it. Yep, I've got a hooded lantern, so I'll, uh, I'll uh, turn that on and uh, use that to help light our way. Okay, so you make your way over that. Um, this is... Sorry. Oh, I was going to say, this grate is going to be near the uh, Ragmender shop. So this is the place in town where, because this is not one of the richer districts, people will bring rags and someone will stitch them together to, to useful things like clothing or blankets <clears throat> and make a few coppers here and there for bringing in these random scraps of clothing. And um, those of you with Underworld contacts also know that the Ragmender might have an in with... Uh, the the guild of fences so yeah <laughs> but currently the shop is closed because it is nightfall you get over here and you know your your lamp is lighting things up it starts to rain a little bit again um just like it opened up earlier in the day but it's not nearly as uh not nearly as heavy it's just the the rain is hissing off the outside of the lantern when the uh little drops hit it every once in a while and you do notice about a street down uh one of the uh, street lamps comes on. So you know that the lamp lighters are moving this direction. <clears throat> oh, okay. Let's move quick. Yeah. Will they intervene? 
Uh, do you want them to? No. I mean, you know, we nope. could always ask a lamplighter if they know anything. Uh... I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> I mean, you know, the cost is high, though. I don't want to lose any fingers. <laughs> or tongue. I, uh, yeah, I keep moving away from that. <clears throat> so, yeah, you have maybe about 10 minutes or so to explore this uh, alleyway and the cover before the lamplighter. Re so, as you come around there, you have the lantern, correct? Correct. You notice where the sewer access should be. I mean, it's probably still there, but there is a very large rock that is sitting on top of it. <laughs> Somebody's like, oh, it's not getting out tonight. <laughs> Little do they realize it's... <laughs> Is there any symbols on the rock? Like, Nope. It still looks like somebody just used the logic of, this looks heavy. <laughs> it's not bad logic. It's solid as a rock. Yeah, That's some solid logic right there. Ah. <laughs> oh, goodness. So you notice this rock. Would you like to do anything? How big is the rock? Um, it is probably about foot and a half by two feet. I think that the easiest way to figure out who put this rock, I think there's one real easy way to figure out who, this, who put this rock here. If we move the rock and see who comes to yell at us. Question um, is, who's going to move the rock? Look at Garland. Everybody looks at Garland. <laughs> oh, so I'm, I'm strong because I'm the half orc and I'm tall. <laughs> sure, I, everybody sees an outlander and they just think, I must be the strong one here. I, I pull sure up I'm my... I, I pull up my leather, you know, coat and show my scrawny, scrawny arms. <laughs> not gonna be me. I'm not not strong. Right, would you like me to move the rock? Is that what you think we should? I can do I can help you. I I will I'll help you move. I can we can I'm, move together. I'm gonna I'm gonna heave the rock out of the. Way. Okay. Right. Um. So if Zendlane is helping you, um, or whoever wants to lead, make the check with advantage because the other one is helping you. Uh, I've got a, I've got a twelve I've got a twelve strength. It's not horrible. All right. That is a 14. Okay. So um, it's it's heavy, but you can slide it. You know, it's not like, you know, you don't have to like lift it, you know. Yeah. You know, straight up in the air. So you get it together. You manage to roll it out of the way. And as we're doing it, I'm going to like whisper to Barrow, like grunt to Barrow, like, Barrow, is anybody watching us? Look around. Um, yeah. Other than that you're noticing the little flickering torch about halfway down the street. <clears throat> Lamp lighters are getting a little close, but uh, otherwise, no. All right. And the sewer grate, you notice um, there's usually like a pin to seal it, and there is no pin on this. So, like, you can open it and close it. It's just like a hatch. Yeah. You want to go down here right now? Well, we could open it and look and see if there's any, like, broken shit, like, punched in walls or something. Death coming for us. Death from below. We could fart around a lot, and then the lamplighter would be right behind us trying to light a lamp. Let's go in. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Fine. Going down? Okay. Yep. Um, and Borrow has the uh, lamp? Yep. Um, I was thinking I would probably go down first. Okay. It's a great plan. I like it. <laughs> so I'm behind it. I, I've got some liquid courage in me, so I'm, <laughs> I'm feeling so, invincible. Not that it would be important, but what order are you heading down here? Uh, I'll go second. I'll go third. I'll bring up the rear. Okay. So um, you, as you're walking down there, you notice um, there's stuff on the walls i mean that's not shocking but um if okay speaking of allergies anyway <laughs> um if you could all uh give me perception and then like i said as usual your um passive is the lowest thing 13 uh 19 17 18 okay 
So any of you that got 15 or higher, you notice there are brown symbols drawn on the wall. And it is a flaky brown that is different than like the muck that usually covers yeah, these walls. Yeah, it's poo. No, actually, it's uh, <laughs> maybe dried more of a cop- maybe blood. more of a coppery brown. Yeah, color. yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, it's written in blood. Okay. Do they look like garden ward sort of symbols from the chain, or do they look more? Give me various. Give me an, an intelligence uh, arcana check. I'm going to spend inspiration. All right. <laughs> that was a bad idea. <laughs> so uh, on the off chance seven that, or six. Um, on, the, on the off chance that these are um, criminal in, I'm going to eyeball them really good because. I will let you do that. Um, but since you're using your criminal contacts, roll it at disadvantage. You might have heard of this, but it's just not as common as if you had heard it through arcane. Yeah. So, um, four. <laughs> There's some symbols on the wall, guys. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know. Symbols. I know. <laughs> now that now that I've noticed that, oh, I didn't see any symbols. <laughs> <laughs> would you like to make an intelligence arcana check? I would like to check those out and see okay. if I know anything about the intelligence. Um, where did it go? <laughs> Whatever. I'll just roll up here. Uh, I got a ten. Okay. That is Going the best up. roll so far. Um, it looks like it might have been some sort of ritualistic spell. Um, probably probably an abjuration of some sort, which is usually protection magic, but can also be like meta magic, like defeat other forms of magic. How long does it look like this has been here? Um, the way this is dried up and flaky, probably about three days. <clears throat> Yeah, this looks like something protective. Been been here about three days. That amount of time sound familiar to anyone? Hmm. Baro, would you like to make some kind of check for this since everybody else has so far? Oh, let's see. What do I have? I don't have a lot. Is there any like tracks or whatever in the muck? No, uh, the it's basically like between every time it rains, it kind of like oozes the muck around more. I mean, the best thing I could do would probably be insight, but if you want me, I can just do a flat, like, arcana check or something. You know what? I'm going to say Garland wasn't successful, but I'm going to say that since Garland was looking at it from the underworld standpoint of why would someone draw in blood on these walls, I'll let you make that check with advantage, because Garland was just kind of like, I'm assuming, if this is all right, just kind of like talking out loud about, like, if I was going to draw on the wall in blood, it'd be because... (laughs) Um... So which which kind of check am I making? Um, I'm just gonna say intelligence. And okay. And least, yeah. Um. Oh yeah. Oh wait, I do have a plus two. Oh no, that's my check. Uh, it's plus zero, so sixteen. <clears throat> um. Yeah, you're thinking if if it's um if anyone you know if your magical people explain what an abjuration is um you get the feeling that this might have been to defeat some kind of detection spell that might have been up. Mm. Defeat a detection spell? Mm-hmm. Oh, crazy theory. All right. Wacky, wacky theory here. Ready? Follow me with this, okay? <laughs> so I'm going to go point A to point B, and it's going to be rocky. <laughs> Those are my favorite kinds. Someone, <laughs> smart like they are, puts a detection spell on the sewer hole opening area and says, if the thing comes out, I'm going to get notified, and I'll know it's out. The thing said, oh, fuck that. 
and the thing went and messed up their detection. So the only way that they would know that the thing would come out would be if the rock was moved. Maybe. I like your theory. Let me add on to it. <laughs> These are the sewers, and there's currently an issue ongoing between Grandma Shark and the sewer guild. Yeah. Maybe there's detection magic down here to see who's coming down here to make sure they don't, and somebody overrode that. Maybe the creature, maybe somebody trying to stop the creature from coming up. Let's search around and see what kind of detection magic we can find. Now, I will throw this out there for free. It's kind of rough for someone to have used ritual, blood ritual magic to, to cast this instead of, I don't know, just finding somebody that was good at, at dampening this. So whoever did this was pretty hardcore about, you know, the means by which they defeated this divination. Yeah. Like a so if I scrape monster. the blood off of these walls, would that disrupt the disruption? Um, you know, that's hard to tell. You don't really know the parameters of the spell. You didn't really understand yeah. it well enough to understand no, exactly what was not. cast. Do we, do we think the spell is local to here? Like, like it's actually, is it literally covering up another spell? Writing over runes. Oh, oh, um, no, you probably, it's probably a spell whose effect was here, but not literally that it was encoded <clears throat> in that area. Okay. You could say it wasn't coded in design of this. <laughs> well, let's, let's, let's <laughs> Wait, are we, are we seeing advertisements in here now? <laughs> I don't know. Why weren't they serving some kind of stew at the, <laughs> kind of stew made by gnomes? gnomes? <clears throat> I don't know. There was a pretty harsh statement about how there are no gnomes and there is no purpose for gnomes in this setting. <laughs> Which I was kind of surprised got by editorial. Right. <laughs> I, I think was Brett was misdirected on that and missed his word. Oh, yeah, that's some BS. <laughs> you had one shot. <laughs> but um. Oh God. Okay. Now that we're finished with that, <laughs> you hope. <laughs> We're Sean to get us back on the <laughs> Okay, so well, I don't know nothing about no magic, so yeah, you guess keep going fine. down. Guess yeah, we'll see if there's anything else here. Well, I mean, really, like, what is the like? Should we just wait for somebody to pay us to do something like that? Where's <laughs> your sense of adventure? Right next to my purse, <laughs> which is which I'm holding on to. <laughs> I. While I really, really do like to get paid, <clears throat> we I also don't like to get murdered in my sleep by a thing that may know we were in wherever it was being held if it knows how to avoid detection magic. Yeah. yeah. Mom and the cat always said, get them before they get you. So, <laughs> <clears throat> so going the rest of the way down the uh, access? Sure. Yeah. Let's keep an eye out for potential, like, Killing so you, us things. You walk down, uh, and there's another one of the uh, the wrought iron gates with the padlocks on. Everybody looks at Barrow. Okay. <laughs> Barrow's time to shine. <clears throat> 16. Okay. So um, you pop open this lock again. So this one opens up just as the uh, other one. Pocket you, this one, too. Okay. <laughs> Walking away with all the locks. <laughs> so... This swings open, and um, I'm going to... Nope. So, yeah, you come down to, you know, where you're at underneath the place to these access... And um, these look similar to the other access tunnels that you were in. 
like connected of the same design we're in the yeah, same give area me, give me an insight insight or investigation um insight just to, because you're kind of recalling a familiarity 20 um yeah you get the feeling that this is if you follow this through the same way that you did on the other side you're literally on the opposite side of that chamber so this may if you keep following it come up to that same chamber that you <clears throat> So do we think this thing is staying down here or it's escaped and like, is it roaming the same area? And that's why that person put the rock over top of it because it came up out and then went back in. I think there's one way to find out. Keep going. Yeah. Why let's, not? Let's go look. <laughs> I, I let Sildane or Garland go first then. <laughs> I'll go first. I'm feeling, I'm feeling great. Um, since you're leading, give me a survival check to see if you manage to take the same route that you learned before, but make it with advantage. Well, my first roll was pretty good. Let's see what my second roll is. Not very good. So I will take the 14. <laughs> okay, yeah. You don't get lost in the little switchbacks. and You remember the pattern you went through on the other side, and you come out, and the other darkened corner of, you know, opposite where Garland found your uh, access hatch before, you come out exactly opposite. So you're facing the other side, of that uh, lectern. Oh, so we're in the same in the in the exact same room. <clears throat> mm -hmm. So, like now, is here like would be is the is this also like a ra every time it rains reshifts the mud kind of thing too, or are we? Uh, yeah, basically. I mean, it's there's depending on the like since it was raining earlier today, there's probably <clears throat> like about an inch of water on the ground right now. Does anything else look different last time we were here? No. Although, I... um, Zindlane, you do hear a voice say... <laughs> oh, no. You hear the voice say, speak the words of vigilance or suffer judgment. What were the wor words of vigilance? What were the words of vigilance again? Can you give we them to know. us? <clears throat> they didn't tell us. Um, they're going to hit us with some more knives, I think. Time oh, no. to go. <clears throat> we, we already killed the knives. It's probably fine. Do you really want to find out? I, I don't want to find Garland. <laughs> <laughs> so I like start backing up a little bit. Okay. That wasn't you, was it? No. <laughs> no, I didn't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> Is Good. there further, like, can we go to another tunnel from here? When I'm being, I'm being cryptic. <laughs> or will I? <laughs> well, when I want to confuse you, you won't know it. <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah it doesn't look like it, it doesn't look like there's another access out of here it's just like it came up this side so basically it's like one block over this way one block over this way is kind of <clears throat> in the middle so presumably we could go like the another block in that direction um if you um if you went back up to the top of the access you would actually have to come up and then go back down into the, there's not a direct Maybe we should put a rock over the other one, too. That might have been a good idea. <laughs> How many are there here, though? I mean, we're talking probably a lot of entrances that could be exited from here. You get the feeling what would have gone into the deeper sewers is beneath the rubble that collapsed from that alleyway that you guys fell through. So you could clear that out if you wanted to go around that way, but that would take some effort to physically clear out the debris. <laughs> that sounds like work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a lot of work in the middle of the night in a sewer. With, that, with, little, with little ceremonial knives keep keeping attacking us for vigilance. <laughs> vigilance knives attacking us. We don't know that for sure. I'm kind of hungry again. <laughs> Does it be jerky? Yeah. <laughs> 
Anybody want a peanut? <clears throat> I'm not eating in the. <laughs> <laughs> At least it, you you have a little bit of it on your boots, but you know it's not like all over you from the slide down like it was the first time. <laughs> but I'm still guessing the smell in here is. Oh probably... yeah! Oh yeah! It is. <laughs> I. It is the alternating wafting of uh, acrid and thick, unpleasant. I'm not a fan of actually doing this, but I am feeling like it's important that we investigate around and look for any signs of where this thing may have gone. Or like, why? Another thing I think we should probably check out is like, why did that hole in the street open up underneath us? I mean, that kind of happens. <laughs> yeah, but it seems to be somewhat related to this beastie thing. Did we exhaust the broken wall? Like, can we, did we determine that there's another side to it? Oh, I looked at it. I'm pretty sure we found everything out that's possible there. Okay. Let's look at it again. <laughs> Just for giggles. <laughs> Not because of anything. Let's look at it again. Yeah, if anyone else looks at it and Zindling didn't pass this on, that is like an ancient foundational wall. Like, that's been here. You know, like for the thousands of, of years that there has been things here, when you go back to like the original, uh, back when the mythic dwarves actually built stuff, this is probably not long after that era when people first started building, you know, human settlements on top of the dwarven ruins. So it's a very old wall and it is like structurally, it's probably supporting, if you took this wall out completely, you would have a big section of street drop out above it. That See, that's bad. what I'm talking about. Maybe another one of these was broken, and then that's why our street fell out. <clears throat> we should yeah. go back up to the surface where it's not quite as stinky. On a good note, the lamplighter's probably gone. Right. Hopefully hey. nobody put the rock back where it came. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that suck? Let's head back to the surface. Let's go out the, the, the other way, the, the watch the griffin's entrance. Hopefully we don't run afoul of them again. We'll, we'll be quieter this time. We're less messy. All right. I'm going to check one other completely inconsequential thing. You go mm -hmm. that direction. <laughs> <laughs> so you go back there and the, the, you know, the gate's hanging open and there's no lock on it now, but the alligators are back. <laughs> <clears throat> Give him the mean face, Carlin. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. And I kind of very carefully get real close so that everybody Whoa. else is back. Um, is I uh, the, so that my back's towards everybody else. Those teeth I, look pretty sharp. I pull out a bit of beef jerky and I, I kind of do my and cast animal friendship. And okay. Throw them the okay. So I have an animal parade coming out of the sewers. <laughs> so what you're saying is you're the gator whisperer? <laughs> He's Sherlock Holmes and Dr. Doolittle all wrapped up into one Robert Downey Jr. package. <laughs> Walk out with these alligators. We told you you had an alligator problem. Sure. So sure. long as I'm not the Tiger King, that no. Uh, no, I'm I'm going for the Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so um, I was just checking. Oh yeah, definitely not the. Uh... <laughs> All right, so um, that is a. I was just checking. Is there a wisdom, ah, wisdom. saving throw? All right, and so... my spell DC is thirteen. Okay, how yeah, this go? Wise, wise alligators. The wise alligators get four. <laughs> <laughs> Who's a good gator? Who's a good gator? Yes, uh, you uh, are. I love these. Yes, you are. Uh, oh, uh, you're a good gator. Just yes. making this deep, like. Uh, uh. <laughs> 
Well, I've seen it all now. <laughs> it is treating you as friendly and gets out of your way. <laughs> Thank you very much. If, if you see an undead thing in here, eat it. Eat it. You have our permission. I have no way to actually communicate no, with you. No, his little gator I, brain really is going, eat it. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I'm going to go the other way. <laughs> but yes, the, the, the gator is not going to be a problem. You can walk. All righty. All right. So you somebody come put up. a rock on top of the thing. <laughs> well, you as, um, give me um, give me a uh, perception check, everyone, as you're coming up out of the station. Nope. What is your um, what's your uh, base? Passive is passive? thirteen. Oh, okay. Oh nine. Passive I got eighteen. So anyone with at least a ten, as you're about halfway up the stairs, you hear a voice from someone saying. <laughs> And yeah, you weren't supposed to be in this neighborhood. So in order to keep things safe, we're either going to have to take you in or you're going to have to fork over some silver. And you hear this oof noise. And the person, it's like, yeah, it, uh, you know, we need to keep this neighborhood safe and we need to be funded if we're going to keep this neighborhood safe. So which is it going to be? Is it going to be uh, jail or is it going to be, uh, is it going to be uh, street tax? And you hear another oof Quick, while they're distracted, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> you could make a group stealth check to try and go the other direction while they are extorting money from this person. Let's fail a group stealth check. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stealthing. <laughs> Suck it, son. <laughs> 21. Wow. Wow. I did and really well, too. I rolled a natural Holy 20. Shit. I got overly oh, enthusiastic God. with that. <laughs> 20, 23 for me. Wow. I got a 23 as well. Wow. Yeah, so the, the majority 20, of you baby. made the check. Did you roll a 20 as well, Bob? Yeah. Wow, me and you both rolled 20s on that. So, yeah, Draman might have made a few noises, but it wasn't enough to get their attention from <laughs> extorting this person. So all of you yeah. managed to get around the other side of the corner and not get the attention of the griffin. Ooh, Do yeah. we see who it is, like, by the lamplights? No, it's kind of hard to see. Um, it looks like someone probably average height and build. It's not, you know, not like a child, not a... <laughs> Nobody we would care about. <laughs> not like someone built, you know, taller and more muscular like an outlander. Just probably wow. some poor person wandering home from a tavern that uh, ran into it's some not, griffins, keeping the streets safe. <laughs> the All worst right. gang in the uh, neighborhood. <laughs> right. All right. So what would you like to do now? You have had a, a full day here. I want to check out the alley if we've got. If, I, mean, I want to check out the alley that we fell. Okay. Everything collapsed. Yeah. Um, so when you go, you circle back around to that alley, and you still see the hole, mm -hmm. and it is pretty well collapsed in there. And you notice there was a shed behind one of the buildings that has now sunken over and fallen partially. So it's now a little more. There's more debris in the hole than there was even when you went sliding down. And since, you know, civic functions do not work in this part of the city, there's no warning signs or anything in this. It's just another yeah. little tiny, you know, shed fell into the hole on top of everything. Does it look like there might be anything of value? <laughs> um, you know what? Give me an investigation check as you are carefully studying. Are we going with the it can't be lower than your passive? Uh, not for investigate. <laughs> Dang it. Uh, then that would be a nine and not an 18. <laughs> Uh, unless you have the, there is a there is a feat that gives you passive investigation. Do you Obs have that? The observant feat, yes. Oh, if you have that, then yes, that does count because that gives you a passive investigation. 
Oh, yes. So I have that. Yes. You invested in that feat. So you have a passive investigation. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. This, what this looks like is um, every so often, if a, um, you know, like uh, if a gang needs to, you know, re-up, you know, and double back into an area and resupply, this is one of those areas. So there are actually a few serviceable new-ish weapons in here. So there are a couple of battle axes and a few clubs and a morning cycle. <laughs> hmm. Can I tell from where we are, not getting over there, if there are like gang markings or signs on any of those? Like if they've done their own runes into it, you know, <laughs> in order to be like, oh, yeah. why are you carrying around one of our weapons? Yeah, these are definitely um, marked by the, the vermin <clears throat> rat catchers. We, we, we may not want to touch those. Uh... Well, I mean, if we recover a lost weapon of theirs, they might be rewarded. Might be a stretch, but hey. Also, how easily removed are those marks? <laughs> like, can we file off that serial I mean, number or something? The, um, <laughs> I mean, they're fairly plain weapons because, I mean, they're they're cheap. I mean, they're they're functional. I don't mean they're cheap as in they'll break right away, but they're not like they're not fancy other than just having the stamp of the the guild on them. So, I mean, it's kind of stamped into it. So it's inset. It's not just a mark. So it might be obvious that you would file down where the stamp was in the weapon. Which but that might wouldn't be, an be uncommon. It like... <laughs> no, it, it might tell someone that you filed off someone's mark. It doesn't tell them whose mark it was before you filed yeah, it off. Yeah, I off a thug that I threw down with in an alley. <laughs> uh, I think it's... Barrow, what do you think? Eh... I clearly make good decisions in my life. So. <laughs> Don't know how uh, how useful any of this is, and uh, we're not exactly hurting for money right now. It's best hey, maybe not. And Lane, if you really, really want it, I mean, you know, get on with your bed. So yeah, stop encouraging him. <laughs> I'm just saying, it. You know, this is better than him laying in a stupor in an alley and waking in the middle. So of you said there was a battle axe and a what? Uh, there are a couple of battle axes, uh, a couple of clubs, and a morning star. I would like a battle axe. <laughs> the, wait, is a battle axe a one-handed weapon? It's uh, versatile. So you can swing it with one hand or you can... Sorry, uh, Mike, actual question, because I, uh, I, uh, I need a weapon that lacks the two-handed property, whatever that is. No, means. it is not a two-handed. Okay, so it does lack the two-handed property. Yes. Gotcha. Um, I would like a battle axe. I'm going to go, I'm just going to, I'm going to kind of like saunter over there like I, like I own the place. <laughs> Pick up a battle axe and throw it over my shoulder. Okay, give me a deck save. <laughs> <laughs> because it's the collapsed yes. rubble uh -huh. street. <laughs> uh, 14. All right, so some debris slid out from under your foot, but you didn't fall back into the hole. So you have a battle axe. I'm going to saunter back. <laughs> <laughs> Which currently still has a very clear <laughs> gold gonna, symbol on it. Take a, a, I'm going to take like a, a bit of a... I'm going to rip off, like, the bottom of my pant leg and, like, wrap it around where that symbol was. Okay. <laughs> All right, then. Okay. What else I don't know about you... you, gentlemen, but uh, I, uh, as much as I like adventure and wandering around in the middle of the night, I need some sleep. I think it's time for us to bunk for a while. I agree. I don't think we're finding anything of value tonight. Okay. Um, where would everyone like to rest for? The, Apparently, uh... I'm sleeping in Draman's apartment. <laughs> which is generous it's like uh yes here's your four foot by 12 foot space enjoy wow, I've, had i've had prettier dates <laughs> <clears throat> 
Yeah, I'm gonna go uh, back to my my play. Uh, what is it? Uh, um, yeah, are you still tenement uh, building? Yeah, the yeah, what was um the boarding house that the yeah. the old woman that you keep an eye on. Yep. Okay. I'm thinking that uh, I've got a squat somewhere. Uh, some oh, actually, I did have an idea earlier. So I've discovered an attic that's just used by the the people living there, uh, and it's got an access from the roof. So I do. That's where I, I go oh, to sleep. It's like, do we have squirrels? Yeah, we probably have squirrels. <laughs> nope, you've got a bargeman. Dan, that is one big squirrel. <laughs> All right. Um, so um, I'm going to say, Garland, when you get back, um, you, the um, Ninra, the older woman that uh, runs your uh, boarding Ninra. house, um, you come back and um, any like anything that like that you saw during the day, like the the horrible. Um, things like, you know, seeing the Griffins rolling this guy for money and just the day-to-day shit show that is this city, like hearing like the people in the other, um, in the other, you know, in the, uh, the moat house when they were doing their argument with, you know, talking about how they want to get people to jump this gang and just like the day-to-day man, this city and this neighborhood this is terrible and as soon as you come in here and you see that ninra is still up like drinking a uh, a mug of tea it just kind of fades like you don't forget about it but it yeah. doesn't seem to have any weight to it doesn't suck as much yeah <laughs> um give me an insight check insight oh that's gonna be less than my passive 13 so uh, it's uh for insight uh yeah Oh, did you have a thing that gives you? Doesn't everybody have passive perception and insight? Uh, insight isn't automatic unless. Oh, okay. Um, Never mind. Then that's a ten. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You don't notice anything. It makes perfect sense that this lovely old woman that you feel completely calm as soon as you're in her presence, and that all <clears> of the natural sorrows of the city like leech off of you as soon as you come in here. He's not magic at all. <laughs> no, not at all. There's nothing ensorcelled about this place. <sighs> Garland, you're out late. Uh, yeah, it's been a, an eventful day. <laughs> I, I take it that you're uh, staying out of trouble. I'd hate to see anything happen to you. Of course. I would you like some tea before you go to bed? It might help you sleep. You know, <laughs> absolutely. I would love a cup of tea. And she pours some out for you and slides it over to you. <clears throat> you're such a good boy. And she, like, pats your hand. I try. <laughs> <laughs> and borrow, you know, you, you crawl into your attic. <laughs> How well appointed is your attic? Um... I've brought a few things in here, have a bedroll, um, but yeah, it's it's not. Uh, they probably have some like hay or something as a nation, so it's not <clears throat> not completely hard on the ground. Pretty basic. Okay. And uh, Dramat and, and Zindlane, what does your uh, settling in for the evening look like? Bring you back to the apartment, kind of pull down the plank that's on the wall that kind of makes the bed has like a little, you know, like quilt, you know, in it. It's like a, you know, kind of like a Murphy bed, but like a plywood-ish plank. Um, <laughs> I kind of am like, there's the floor. It's out of the rain. <laughs> sure. Can I use your file? File. <laughs> and over the wa- file. Do you have any wax? <laughs> I don't. Would I... You know, I probably would have some wax, at least like of a melted candle. You yeah, know? I was going to say, if you had a forgery kit, you definitely would have yeah. wax. Yeah, but... and I do have a forgery kit. Yeah. That's right. <clears throat> I forgot that's the type of person I am. Yes. <laughs> I 
But I don't, first night. I don't use that wax because that's expensive. Okay. <laughs> I, I take like the, the drippings of an old yeah. candle and like you here. <laughs> so I'm, I sit down like cross-legged on the floor and like just start filing at the, the, the identifying mark on the <laughs> battle axe. Ah. I just ah. kind of like take take like the quilt and like try to cover my ears. <laughs> <laughs> so since we're at 1030, I'm going to wrap this up. Um, so what I'd like to do is um, we already talked about how we're gonna, how we're going to do downtime, which is since we're playing every two weeks, you're going to have 14 days of downtime. So if you want to spend that now, since we have a little bit of time to think about it, and one of the things you can do with that is to train another level. But before we do that, we're going to get our finishing uh, shot of all these things that are going on. As Garland, we cut back to Garland going to the boarding house, and across the street, Garland does not see this, but across the street, we see this woman that at one point in time, he met this gaze with from across a crowded way, and she is staring very intently as he walks into the um, walks into the boarding house, and she pulls out a notebook and takes some notes, closes up the notebook, puts it back in her pocket, and disappears around the corner. <laughs> Then, when we see um, Barrow getting back into, uh, you know, he starts, you know, crawling up the boom that leads up to the attic and, you know, shimmying in the uh, the thing. You see across the way that Barrow doesn't see someone on another rooftop, and they have a spyglass. And at first, we think that the person with the spyglass is just looking at Barrow, but they are looking very intently at the hilt of his two of his two short swords. And when they pull the um, the spyglass away they nod to themselves as if they have learned something very, very important. And those are the only, we, we won't rope in more stuff for Draman and Zendlane yet, but uh, so we've got we, enough stuff going on. <laughs> we see both of those things going on. And now before we sign off, I would like to see if anybody has an idea of what to do for their downtime. So I'm going to look up um, training for a level because I'm assuming that might be a priority for. I looked that up actually. Um, and you you need to spend the downtime and have the necessary experience. Well, I we're not worrying about experience. If you have if you have I the see. downtime, you can train for a level. Ah. So because that Watch. way it's it's basically on all of you. If you want to train for a level, you can train for a level. I am going to train for a level. Okay. That sounds good. You know. <laughs> yeah. So um, actually, as a side note to uh, John, how much did you heal me for? Six, I believe that yes, because I never touched the eight after that. I healed you for six. Okay. And yes, because you will be taking, uh, you have fourteen downtime days. You will have taken a long rest <clears throat> when next week. So, um, you need to spend ten of your fourteen downtime days and twenty silver pieces in order to train to gain a level. All right. You don't have to do that, but if you would like to do that, that is probably a good thing to do so you're not still first level. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so we got 250 divided by... 62 each. 62 each? Okay. Minus whatever you spent on, you know, uh, healing poultices, beer, whatever. <laughs> um, are we doing... Uh... Are we doing um, your upkeep, like your your living style? Um, I'm not going to worry about it yet because it's only been two weeks. We'll probably hit that the next time when it's been like a month. Okay, Before and then rent is so, due. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, then, rent. Uh, so we've got uh, <laughs> money that we started with with our characters. Mm -hmm. 
Um, now that's in gold pieces. Is that um, we... just translate that down to silver? Because okay, that's fair. Yeah, I don't know where I have that money. It's probably buried somewhere. <laughs> um, yeah, um, under you a flag said you got robbed. <laughs> oh, currency. Yeah, I, I, but I don't. I'm, I know myself well enough to not walk around with a hundred silver pieces. It's, pro <laughs> it's. I'm sure it's it's buried underneath the apothecary shop or something like that. <laughs> I did. I said I found a cobble, a loose cobble yes. in the street. That's where it is. It's over by the apothecary <laughs> shop with all of my silver in it. Oh, man. So I don't know if there's much you can do for the four other days. You might be able to do a profession. Yes, that one. Um, That's under the yeah. downtime. Yeah, I'm looking in the UA one and I'm not finding it. By the way, I totally stole the system you're using for the current game. Uh, I, I give them seven days of downtime, mm -hmm. real-time days <clears throat> between yeah. each so they can I craft items. It's Eberron, craft items. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, do your profession. I, I gave them a little side job thing where they make three rolls. And, and, and I got I got this from Midgard because that's in the, the Midgard book where it says, yeah, just make sure you're letting time pass. So if there's a good breaking point, give them the real um, amount of time. Um, I, I stole a few things for my <laughs> campaign that I'm starting up to from your, your campaign guide. As <laughs> you saw, yeah. I, I like the, the thing with the uh, classes and the attributes. I made a point to tell my players, I'm like, mm -hmm. Ancestry, we're not going to play that route. Mm -hmm. um, actually, what, one of the things I did is I included the mute, uh, mutant traits from Arcana of the Ancients uh -huh. and using that as racial traits. And yeah. I'm letting my players pick from those mm -hmm. and yeah, using I, that. I really <clears> wish <throat> Ancestries did things more like like the Eladrin, like you can teleport instead of you know you get an intelligence point. Yeah. <laughs> um, huh? So I'm looking up. Uh... <laughs> so like, there's carousing, which is essentially that. <laughs> but you don't make money. You don't yeah. have the potential to make money off that. You don't. Yeah, I thought you did. Okay. Maybe no. Not. Yeah, that's that's building contacts and potentially oh. having bad things happen to you. <laughs> um, let's. I would see. love to do some carousing. I'm just gonna relax. <laughs> okay. I'm so, probably gonna run some messages and stuff like that. Do the okay. job type yeah. thing. Um, let's see. I know there is a professional one here, but there's so many downtime things in this. Work. Hey, work. That's it. Um, so if you're going to do, if you're going to work, um, it says, um, one work week, which is five days, but I'm going to say for four days, that counts. <clears throat> so, um, anyone that would like to work for your extra days beyond training for your level, uh, give me a check that is either a, it is either strength athletics, dexterity, acrobatics, intelligence with a, with a tool proficiency, charisma performance, or charisma... <clears throat> basically just tell me a skill that you're using to make you know make some money with acrobatics okay <laughs> um is carousing an option or should i yeah yeah i'll yeah i'll just i'll swing back to that here in a second because like because like that. i could totally do performance charisma as work as well if that was if that wasn't yeah i, I want to see how your carousing goes i just wanted to i just wanted to scroll down to work once i finally found it and could cool. anybody that's i made a 19 on my acrobatics okay so you have the effect of having a comfortable lifestyle for the next week. So you manage to pick up some creature comforts that will make things a little nicer for you. You get some nicer food. You get some. You didn't get any appreciable amount of silver. You just get some nice stuff. I'm well fed. Yeah. I'm well fed and I got some good uh, tobacco for my pipe. <laughs> oh, yeah. And had, to, had some good nights out drinking. <laughs> and Draman, how did you do? I got a 15. 
okay, once again, you also have a comfortable lifestyle. You get some decent food, you get some decent relaxation in, um, and zen. So Garland's just relaxing, right? Yep. So carousing. Persuasion, I believe, is just persuasion so roll. Here is my question. Yes. Um, I don't. I do not believe in this district. You can pull off upper class carousing. No. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you get into the palace. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm going to say even the palace relatively is probably middle class carousing. <laughs> I mean, realistically for this neighborhood. So uh, I want to try to make a contact in the Rat Catcher Guild. Okay. So, um, so yeah. I'm we're guessing that to... I'm doing low class carousing, but. Yes. So, so that will be um, 10 silver pieces. And again, it takes four day, or five days, but we're going to round those four days up and say you can do it oh, in that okay. amount. So yes, yeah, so a charisma purse to see how well you're carousing. That, I'm definitely not going to get the bottom result, that's for sure. <laughs> okay, I got a 12. I rolled a 7, got a 12. Okay, so you make an allied contact. I am going to say one of the thug lieutenants, um, not one that you talk to, but a different one. Okay. Um, takes a liking so you know part of it is you're a noble you you kind of stand out and you know that's 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 kind of an interesting thing now the other thing um please roll me a percentile dice and let me know if you get a 10 or lower because there are potential complications for carousing yep you're uh i got 62 okay so that is not a 10 or lower so you you encountered no complications you just pick up um and I'll get you the name of your lieutenant friend now, but you do have a friend among the lieutenants for the rat, rat catching guild that are really like Zindlane, and um, you're a good, solid person to hang around with. <laughs> All right. So on that note, does anyone else have anything else before we wrap up? <clears throat> okay. So next, oh, sorry. I would like to ask you one more thing. Do you have an idea what your training looks like? for those uh, two weeks that you spent, or the 10 days that you spent uh, training? Yeah, so because mine is bardic and kind of that like college of eloquence, you know, mm -hmm. aiming for thing, uh, I'm probably going around doing like the detective work I usually do, like okay. small, small scale sort of stuff, you know, walking out, somebody has like, you know, a lost kid, I go and find out if they're, you know, run off, been eaten by sewer <laughs> alligators, you know. Yeah. I know that's a thing now. It, yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just, just doing those small little, like, quick tasks like that. And okay. In payment for that, taking whatever they have, not like, you know, yeah, cough up 25 gold. Like, for the common people, mm -hmm. they, they get the, I'm helping you because I'm helping you. For the, like, hello, guild member, hello, person who has a lot of money in the lache, like, you're funding my socialist actions elsewhere. <laughs> All right, that sounds like a good way to uh, train for that level. Um, anybody else have an idea of what their training actually looked like? I am doing tasks for my uh, my shadow, vo shadow voice. Um, <laughs> I, I love this because basically they're telling you to just do these odd things that you have no right. idea why and it's just weird things like a sword that is laying on that merchant's table 45 degrees right, right. <laughs> you just like walk up and go Shh. and it's just it's just that entity like mapping <laughs> yeah. mapping mapping you're, my brain so that they can have more control over me yeah you're fact. yeah you're just doing these weird like geometric realignments of various objects throughout mm -hmm. the district mm -hmm. <clears throat> 
We are That's imposing cool. order on entropy. <laughs> Things will decay in the proper manner, won't they? Yes. <laughs> and, and, and throughout of it, so you see me wandering around town just like staring at random weird things and muttering to myself. Every once in a while, it's just like, lift the cat up from there and put it on this ledge. <laughs> see, I have, I, have mage, I, have, I have the cantrip mage hand, so I absolutely can do these things. Wait, you have the cantrip mage um, hand, and you uh, still walked across the debris to go get a battle axe. <laughs> I, I'm new to this thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Borrow, uh, did you have any ideas of what your training looked like? Yeah, I think that um, along with the running around and uh, doing some practice, running across rooftops and whatnot, as well as uh, mess with the locks that I grabbed. <laughs> um, Going to practice on those, mm -hmm. take them apart, take a look, see what makes them tick, try to kind of figure it figure it out that sounds cool garland what did you do to train so i am um you know doing you know practice maneuvers with my sword um you know fighting stances and attack you know maneuvers and stuff and in between you know like uh pulling out the pistol with the <laughs> offhand and stuff um all of that uh, kind of speed training to to uh because the thing that I get at second level is action surge. So I get yeah. another action. Oh, nice. What do I get? <laughs> Special. I get Eldritch Invocations. What is that? <laughs> stuff. You're going to enjoy those. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's the stuff that you put on top of your other stuff. that you. It's like frosting. Eldritch. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like Eldritch frosting. <laughs> fragments of forbidden knowledge that imbue you with aiding with an abiding magical ability. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, so I'm going to stop the recording now and um, we will reconvene in two weeks. Does anybody have any last minute things that you would like to say or plug or anything of that nature? Uh, let's start with Eric. Do you have anything that you would like to say? Um, I am. No, I have no plugs <laughs> to do. I think that you should list, read Gnome Stew and listen to Sass Geek podcast. <laughs> Sass Geek, yeah. yes, yes. <laughs> All right. Bob, would you like to uh, say anything to sign off or plug anything? Um, you know, um, Gnome Stew is a fabulous resource for GMs. <laughs> read it. Um, you know, that's the only shameless plug that I'll do. I won't pimp my other stuff. Um, you, but you mean Sasky, like the Mr. Acton Mark podcast? <laughs> yeah. I mean, Mr. Acton Mark is a great podcast, but I'm on it. Sass Geek, on the other hand, mm -hmm. highlighting women GMs. Um, listen to it. It's great stuff. You know, check it out. And uh, I'm enjoying this game tremendously so far. So thank you for running it. And also, Andy Heck was part of the uh, part of the original podcast crew for uh, for uh, Streets of Avalon. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wednesday evening podcast all stars. Yes. All right, uh, Brandon. Do you have anything that you would like to plug or to say before you sign off? So, uh, when we were talking about uh, in the first session being the rabble, actually, I realized uh, I have written an article for Gnome Stew. <laughs> so. <laughs> That just leaves Eric as the only peon here. Um, <laughs> joking, of course. Oh, um, oh, but I, I revel in my peon status. <laughs> I'm purely, purely the customer, which is the only way that I will always be right. <laughs> but uh, absolutely, like, I have run so many games, and afterwards I have people like, 
oh, tell me how to run games. Tell me, how do you do this? How do you do this so well? And I'm like, listen to Gaming and BS, listen to Misdirected Mark, listen to SAS Geek, listen to OneShot. There's so many good resources out there for people to learn from and, you know, find good methods to mm -hmm. run really great games. That's oh, yeah. John, would you like to uh, plug anything or say anything as we sign off here? I will not plug anything. It's it's all been <laughs> plugged, you know. Um, no, that's my, what my character does, tries to get other people to do stuff for him. Uh, so I will just say goodnight, Mrs. Calabash, wherever you <laughs> And on my end, I would just like to say, I mean, because I will do the shameless plug, look up what do I know because I do plenty of... Uh, of game analysis and uh, more reviews there if you are interested in a wide variety of reviews. Most of my Gnome Stew reviews tend to be not D&D, so I save a lot of my D&D reviews for my personal blog because plenty of people know what D&D is, but I do still tend to look at third-party things a little bit more on my blog rather than the big WotC releases, things of that nature. And that's about the most I can handle self-plugging uh, self at this point. So <coughs> I'm going to... Uh, sign off now thanks everybody that might hypothetically be uh watching this because we had a lot of hypotheticals tonight <laughs> <laughs> thank you for listening and i hope you enjoyed this session please check out all of the wonderful articles on gnome stew including my review additionally feel free to check out my blog at what do i know you can follow me on twitter at what do i know jr thank you for your time and i hope you'll be listening again mm -hmm.